such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, episode 104. Me and Bunner here, as always, holding the fort down. Got a special guest for everybody today. Driver of the 88J non-wing car out of Pennsylvania, Joey Amantia. So, Joey Amantia on with us now uh, out of PA. What's going on, dude? Getting ready for, for some racing this week? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're headed out to Action Track USA tomorrow night with the USAC East Coast 360 Series here in PA. And honestly, hopefully, well, judging off our last run with them, third last week of Delaware, so looking for a win tomorrow night. There you go. Get, get, get in the win column. That'd be nice for sure. Hell yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, biting at the bullet uh, earlier in the season – Made the trip down uh, to Volusia and Bubba with the USAC guys. So what did you think about that trip? Oh, that was awesome. Those guys, you know, my goal in my life, I want to become a full-time race car driver. Um, and the only way I'm going to do that is by racing with the best. And it, it's pretty humbling racing with those guys because <laughs> they're on kill 100% of the time and yeah. 100% of the race. And it's just, you're out there, you're like, man, this is there going to be a second to breathe, and there never is, because yeah. when you think you can breathe, there's a guy throwing a slider, somebody wrecking, or, uh, you know, so much so much can happen in the course of a USAC national event that it completely changes. You you could be running, um, like, actually, the one night of Volusia. I think we started, I want to say, uh, I think 21st in the feature, uh, the opening night, um, and... Drove my way up to 13th or 12th um, and was racing with CV, um, yeah. fresh off a Chili Bowl championship. Right. So I'm like, this is kind of cool. And I'm like, oh, we're having a good night. Um, and then, like, with the final five laps of that race, the cushion of three and four just bit me. And it was like, man, our great night just went up in flames yeah. <laughs> in one corner. Uh-huh. Um, but it, uh, no, it's cool. Racing with those guys down there and Volusia, one of the coolest racetracks I've ever been to. So very excited to get back there next year with the USAC guys. Hell yeah. That's a badass place for sure. Uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. I know that. Yeah. Oh, it always a ton of fun to be in. I mean, you, yeah. it was both nights were two completely different tracks. You had night one juiced up around the, pretty much the wall of one and two and you're you're pretty much just banging the right rear off of the wall going in the corner and then three and four with a monster curb uh night two where uh one and two kind of the same thing uh there was a little bit a little bit more moisture on the bottom actually so you can kind of make both lanes work but then three and four had no cushion yeah. and it was if it was a cushion it was it was just a ledge though uh to where like <laughs> I was making it, I think I got, actually, we got hard charger that night. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just running mid-pack, uh, I think we got lapped, like, on the last lap, which I didn't think really was too bad, and all those guys had migrated to the bottom. Yeah. Anyway, and I was kind of just trying to stay out of the way, but, uh-huh. um, and then, then Bubba's, that place, <laughs> that yeah. place is interesting. I don't know why we go there. Um, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it's cool. Uh, the the front stretch and turns one and two is cool, but the second you get off a of turn two until you get back to the front stretch, like totally blows. <laughs> <'Cause> yeah, <laughs> you, you you pretty much don't 
I, I talk to the team as a little bit. He, I'm like, uh, Thomas, I'm like, what do I got to do here? Like, I'm just terrible. Yeah. He's like, drive your car straight into the Amsoil sign and then turn. I'm like, drive it into the Amsoil sign. <laughs> Hello and behold for the B man. I'm like, oh, okay. This yeah. kind of works. Yeah. And then my second question is, how do you pass? I'm like, uh-huh. oh, okay. So you don't pass. That's <laughs> kind of what I got out of the whole experience. I mean, you could pass in one and two, but I mean, clearly we passed because uh, I- I'd like to say we were the B main bandit of the week. Because uh-huh. um, our-, our time trial program was not it any day. <laughs> um, I don't know what I was doing as a driver. And I don't know what we're doing as a team, but we could not time trial to save our life. <laughs> um, so it was back of the heat race, of course, back yeah. of the B main, and drove up through the B main every night. Yeah. And then back of the feature, because USAC decided, let's just go back on our times for everything. But, I mean, which is, it's, it actually works out in some scenarios. Yeah. And it really doesn't for most. Like, if you're a guy running the back, it sucks. Because you could, if you, let's say, you know, you go eighth to third in your heat race and you you make it, you're like, oh, man, this is great. We're going to start top ten. Nope, 19th. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wow, I just worked so hard for nothing. This is great. Yeah. (laughs) We were actually talking. We've actually been talking about that here. Uh, We talked about that. We were at Macon last week talking about that and. Few other guys, we've been talking about that that format, uh, the the qualifying deal, like we just you just said. But yeah, it's it's a little different for sure. But I mean, it, it makes for diversity. Yeah. I think like the biggest problem with it is is like I truly think time trial steers away cars. I I believe that for a long time, um, just because you got like you're a local guy running your local track, and you know you're not going to make the show. You know, out of because yeah. you're gonna you know you're gonna time bad. Why even go? Exactly. Because, uh, like, that was a big thing. Actually, in 600s, uh, that's where I kind of came from around here. Uh, we'd run a time trial show on occasion, and right after time trials, half the, pl- half the place would leave. Huh. Just because they're like, well, our night's over. Yeah. Um, so how... It- at the same time, though, I mean, it seems the wings cars are making a somewhat resurgence, but... Yeah. So how... Uh, <laughs> so talking about the... Talking about, yeah, so talking about the qualifying so you said there's there's some that, that you don't qualify over for at least for the 600s or how yeah, do they do the that the 600s on a majority of the night are not time trial shows they're just standard you know pull pill run your oh, okay. race gotcha you go well like there's there'd be occasional time trial shows around here yeah um and then you, you'd have guys literally just all right we're going home <laughs> have a good night um oh yeah that's kind of why another reason uh, our USAC East Coast series doesn't actually do any time or anything. It's you know it's your standard pull pill. Okay. Uh, but we actually what we do is a little different, and I hate it. Is uh, we do a <laughs> points invert. So uh. on a standard night with three heat races, you're gonna have nine cars in the invert, and let's just say first through ninth place in points makes it. Ninth place is starting on the pole. First starting ninth. Okay. Uh, but then you got, but our series rules are you have to have three races completed to be eligible. So sometimes you'll have a guy who's only ran three races, where we're, we're let's say we're we've got thirteen races in the schedule, and let's say he's twentieth in points. Yeah, he makes it by sheer luck, and he's starting on the pole. <laughs> so it, 
it has its ups and downs. It has more downs than ups. I think it's. I think we should go back to the pill draw because we had one of the coolest pill draws in the country. At least I think because it was candy. Oh hell uh, yeah! So either way, if you if you start ninth, you at least got a Hershey bar. Yeah, no so, shit. <laughs> um, I I've been very disappointed that's gone to the wayside, uh, and I've voiced my opinion yeah. about that. Um, damn. For, for that reason, uh, but it uh. <laughs> It's a cool little neat deal we got over here with the wingless stuff, but yeah, I mean, being wingless and wing country is very difficult, uh, yeah. especially scheduling. Uh, this year, I think we only had twenty-two races scheduled, and I think four of them have gotten rained out so far. Uh, yeah, because the full-time guys will actually we're technically full-time. We've missed a couple shows. Yeah. This year, uh, one show, we actually destroyed a car at the Grove in practice. Uh, oh. The steering box went bad. Damn. Going in the corner uh, and demolished everything. That was not fun. Uh-uh. No. Uh, and then we missed another race because I had to graduate high school. Um, yeah. And Mom was not missing that. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, that's kind of important. <laughs> yep, yep. She wanted that diploma in my hands. Oh, yeah. Um, Understandable. But, but it's... Uh, it's a neat little deal. I mean, they get we get a good field, um, anywhere from fifteen to twenty five cars on a normal night. So That's hopefully cool. it keeps on growing, so I don't have to put wings on my car. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you're not the wing, like you just said, not much of a wing wing guy, huh? So no, I mean, I I have nothing against wing. Like we're doing some wing racing next month, the end of next month. Uh, we're going to. Um, Western PA and doing, uh, I think Latrobe and Tri City, uh, the last weekend of August. And then the first weekend of September, we're going to, uh, Pittsburgh Motor Speedway. Okay. And, uh, Tri City. So getting a little bit of wing 410 experience in there, but I, I, my goal is the non wing USAC stuff. And, um, we're on trajectory to do that. Um, so hopefully, hopefully it all works out. Oh yeah, man. <clears throat> May have to get you to move to Indiana. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I, I've been wanting to do that. Like I, I'm starting college here, um, which, uh, you know, ob- obviously that's not really too big of a factor. I could always change colleges, but yeah, I think for next for this year, I'm I want to stay here just to, you know, get a full year in, see what our team is. Like we're still yeah. building up our team a little, like. Uh, we just started a build of a third 410 engine for us. Um, this will be our first one that we get brand new, uh, right from Newman's Racing Engines, which are the, he's the same guy that does uh, Logan and Jacob yeah. uh, for the World of Outlaws. Yeah, the shark racing so, guys, yeah. yeah. Yep, and he, he makes killer engines. And, you know, ever since we switched over to him, we've, we've had some strong bullets under our hood. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're getting that process done. Uh we're actually also in the process of switching all over to triple X uh, uh, race cars. Uh, we had three, um, and then obviously demolished one at the Grove, and now we're back down to two. And so we kind of got two non-wing triple Xs, and then we have a mid maxim, and then a, a just a standard maxim, uh, which those are actually our two wing cars that I think come into the season. Uh, actually, the one the mid max uh, we're never selling because. I got my first win in it last year, and that'll just get hung up on the ceiling and as a, you know, hey, if I ever run out of cars and get close to being fired, there's one more left. <laughs> yep. Um, 
And uh, but the, uh, the the other car will definitely be selling at the end of the season and probably ordering two or four triple X's because honestly, it's you know I like the triple X just because it fits my driving style better. I'm kind of a stomp and steer driver, yeah. um, and I I just I. I could be a Hoosier tire tester on the right rear sometimes. It's uh, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the Triple X is also are a lot more cost effective uh, for us and our team. Uh, we're not, you know, like our big our major sponsors are my family businesses, uh, which they do very well for themselves. Um, but really, our other than that, our only major sponsor is uh, actually Stinger Race Fuel, which they give us as much free methanol as we need which is huge that's yeah. very helpful especially driving a sprint car for sure um, yeah uh, you know you'll have some nights go through 30 40 gallons so it's damn you know that yeah. that other than that though i mean it's called kind of all little uh you know sponsor deals or whatever and uh that'll be getting a, another good sponsor will also play another big part in doing the whole national deal because we'd actually like to do it out of pennsylvania so we don't have to move um yeah we're like we're getting a toter so you know you get a toter you can i have a lot of friends out in indy uh yeah. that have told me if i ever need a shop you know if we want to do a couple local shows or whatever we have a place to stay there yeah. you go um personally me myself i would love to move to indy but my team has no desire for it yeah. <laughs> so, um and as as my as i've been told uh it's uh you know that's what what the team wants goes and you yeah. know i I I race for free, so I, I can't complain. And uh, you know, whatever whatever Mama say goes. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> can't argue with that. No, no, you can't. So actually, uh, she's the only one who wants to move with me. It's my dad dang. who doesn't. We gotta we dang. gotta convince my dad. Thank uh, you. Maybe we'll get there one day. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But. I'm hoping in hopefully the next three years. That's that's kind of like my little goal is run the nat. We're gonna do one more full year of. Uh, kind of a pick and choose schedule, and then after that, see if we'll we'll run the whole national deal for a season out of Pennsylvania and see if we can do it. And if we can do it, great. If not, I'll be in Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be tough, but I bet you can do it. Yeah, hundred percent. The hard, honestly, the hardest thing in moving is finding a shop. Uh, yeah, which, which actually really isn't hard for us. We have a lot of contacts in the masonry world and. You know, we could get a pole barn or whatever built up pretty quick for us. But, yeah. I mean, uh, that'll be exciting when the time comes. But for now, kind of just still uh, plugging away, getting me some laps and experience. Like, I still, uh, we were looking at my stats the other day. I believe Delaware was my 50th race ever in a sprint car or right under 50. I think we're approaching that because, um, truthfully, my sprint car career started in 2020, but with COVID, Usaki's Coast only ran like four races. Yeah, and I ran like two of those four races. Uh, so I don't, re- I don't even count 2020. Yeah, um, so 2021 was the true start, and it, it was a rough season. Uh, we, at the time, had a different uh, crew chief. Uh, we had hired a crew chief, um, and you know things just didn't work out. Which, you know, happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we were it was just a struggle all year with the with the sprint car in twenty twenty one. Um twenty twenty two, uh new crew chief, new season, and we picked off our first win. 
had multiple podium runs, top fives, top tens. Uh, so it was it was a huge turnaround for us, and especially for me and my confidence, because um, ever since I was little, uh, I ran a quarter midget until I was uh, 12 years old. So six years ago is when I ended my quarter midget career, which really, to me, that doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll never forget going Eldora um, with a court with USAC quarter midgets, and it was cool back in uh, you know 2012 or 13. They actually had the race paired with four crown. Yeah, we um, saw we saw it there one year. Our first year there yep. was I guess they quit doing it now, but it, 2019 I think they were still doing it. We were there our first year there. Yeah, that, yeah, because so. I remember the night I was there is when Rico won everything. Yeah, and I was like, wow. I want to win in a sprint car because that thing is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Hell yeah. And to win, even though it was a 360, it was still like, USAC East Coast has three national caliper teams. Us, the 20 of Alex Bright, who I guess is now the 27 Hefner car, yeah. and uh, the 39 of Briggs Danner. Yep. So those are your three teams that could feasibly do the national tour. And truthfully, on a weekly basis, we're the three most competitive teams now. Yeah. Um, but you know, we won both. We beat both of them. Uh, so, so it was a it was a real win for me. Like it wasn't yeah. like we be, we beat you know a guy with a you know a four cylinder that he just found out of a pond. Yeah. Um, it was a it was really cool and it, yeah. it was awesome to win at Sealands Grove, which is my second favorite track because uh, it's. At least, you know, PA is filled with big half miles. Yeah. But Steelens Grove is actually the most fun half mile, at least to me. Because uh, okay. it's big and sweeping to where in a wingless car, you can just keep your momentum. And you can actually get really good runs on other guys. And, you know, you, you can race really well at Steelens Grove. Where Port Royal, I despise Port Royal. I think it, <laughs> for a wingless car, is the most boring track in the country. Yeah. Because uh, there's... Uh, that's my opinion. I, I don't for a wing car. Yeah. Totally different story. Yeah, wingless cars, not it. Yeah. Um, Williams Grove is just pretty sketchy. Um, yeah, <laughs> there is. <laughs> I, I guess the easiest way to describe this feeling is it's like half wing down. Because uh, I've I've ran a wing car before. I know what wing down feels like. So like down the straightaways at the Grove when it's juiced up you're like half wing down and it, it's so uncomfortable in a wingless car because you're like i don't want to move the steering wheel because if i move the steering wheel i don't know what the car is going to do yeah <laughs> and uh you know they actually have a lot of good pictures of my car and i i only say wing down because in the pictures it looks wing down <laughs> on the straightaway cause yeah. i think uh, for eastern storm a couple weeks ago uh they were clocking us I think they clocked team as a, like 120 Damn. down the straightaway uh, going into the corner. And that, in a wingless car at the Grove, 120 miles an hour is pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, is. Especially with these engines turning nine grand in time trials. Yeah. Um, and I, th I think actually the fastest I've ever gone was I think 151 in Damn. a wingless car at Ooh. a Pittsburgh Motor Speedway last year. Damn. Uh, that's a big track pretty too. much no that, that is that's the biggest track i've ever been to in my life yeah it, it they call it a half mile but it's not it's a five eighths and 
It rained for three hours before we raced. Damn. And we ran it. So it's juiced and up. There was no lifting. The yeah. cars were so hooked up down the down the straightaways they would just lift off the ground. Damn. I nice. felt I felt so sick to my stomach. <laughs> I I, I, felt, bet, I came in and told my dad, I'm like, Dad, um, should we race tonight? He's like, Yeah, because you broke the track record by three and a half seconds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, Hell yeah, okay. you're racing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't even think about actually, it. I think we were only a tenth slower than Ricky Lewis, uh, who broke it by... Uh, also, we both demolished the track record. Um, yeah. And then I think come the feature come feature time, that track really didn't slow down too much. Uh, but, it, you know, it was follow the leader around the bottom. You just couldn't pass. Yeah. But um, other than that, I mean, you know, the wingless stuff, it's... I know everybody, it's kind of sad to me that a lot of people discredit it because, you know, we, we were actually just talking about this the other day with another team. Our highest paying non-wing race is Kokomo, um, which I believe is thirty grand For SmackDown? Right around that. Yeah, for SmackDown. Yeah. To me, that's pathetic. Um, yeah. Where, you know, you take out the Eldora Million because that, that is a one-off and a half. Yeah. Um you got wing cars running for a hundred, two hundred thousand, you know, around that range multiple times. Uh yeah. where our guys who have just as many cars and just as many really good race car drivers are racing for pennies. Yeah. That's just what I don't that's the only downside of wanting to be a non wing driver, because truthfully the if I want to make Sprint car is my life. I got to put a wing on, but I'm trying to avoid that yeah. as much as possible because uh-huh. I'm kind of hoping the non-wing stuff like makes a really good turnaround in the next year or next couple of years. Um, which actually a sl- a sign of hope uh, was about a month and a half ago when USAC went to Knoxville. Yeah, uh, that Avani group doubled the purse for both nights, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of hoping. Kind of hoping USAC, you know, takes advantage of that, and it was, it was a true shame to see the extreme sprint cars go away. That was, yeah. you know, I, I feel like that wasn't given enough of a chance. Yeah. Um, because their their payout was great. It was better than USAC's on a on a weekly basis, and uh, you know, it was just sad to see it go away. Which, granted, out of that we gained Volusia, which I think is an awesome addition to the to the USAC schedule. Yeah, uh, that, for sure. That that got us into a whole new sight of people that have never seen these cars. Yeah. Um, like I know, this year is really my first year trying to sell merchandise and you know make really you know start everything off. Like we're we're gonna get a merchandise van. I think I'm gonna start a YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, like a lot of these other guys, just to show what we do. Uh, try to sell some T-shirts and merchandise, but um, we weren't even. Didn't have a tent set up, nothing, and I had a couple people down there come over and buy a shirt just because they thought the cars were cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, because none of them had seen a, a car without yeah. a wing on it. Yeah. Uh, so it was, um, that was really good. That was a really good boost for USAC, and uh, especially this year with them coming to Eastern Storm and having a B-Main every night was huge. Yeah. Because uh, last year there wasn't a single one. Nope. Yeah, and, it was pretty pretty bad last year, but yeah, this year the counts were up, so car counts were up. So yeah, and like we... We actually, it really sucked for us. We struggled all week with a motor issue. Um, turns out that 
we had our lifter a lifter roller was bad uh which actually brand new engine so you know we think we just had a there was a part failure inside of it uh or you know whatever because yeah. uh, of the parts that our manufacturers can't get anymore yeah. um and then we also had a mag issue which w- was really weird the motor motor never really turned rpm no matter how much gear we added to it so every night in time trials were dead last um damn you got these guys turn them at nine to ninety five, and we're at eighty two. Uh, which I know doesn't sound like a whole heck of a lot, but it, it, even two hundred RPM with these guys is a lot, just because of with the wingless cars of how hard you have to turn the car with the throttle. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're like even even when the track gets slick, you still need all that RPM just to you know break the car loose. Uh, but it's um, you know that kind of sucked for us. Uh, put a really bad damper on our week. Um, but overall, though, it was still cool. I mean, we sold a lot of merchandise. I think we sold, for me, which, uh, for me, this is a lot, but we sold $1,000 worth of merchandise that week. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's uh, pretty good. I know for a lot of other teams, that's like, you know, a day. Yeah. Uh, but for us, it was for us, it was really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was really cool seeing Eastern Swarm grow and, it was also cool seeing how many USAC East Coast cars there were. Um, I believe, yeah. I think there was at least six of us. I know myself, Danner, Alex, uh, Latimus, Perigo, Cherry, Ed Aiken. Was Dravicki well, was was in there too or no? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so around seven to eight of uh, USAC East Coast cars. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. That's a good showing for you Just about guys, every yeah. night was awesome because yeah. uh, – you know, a couple of years ago, this series really didn't have a lot of cars. It was yeah. uh, before, before 2021, it was kind of like you had your guys in Wingland take them off because they couldn't make, make it in wing cars. Ah. Um, but now it's you have, uh, you know, a lot of the 600 micro sprint guys. <clears throat> a lot of the 600s now are non-wing. Um, yeah. You know, the wing 600s are kind of on the wayside. Uh, so you got all these wingless guys in Pennsylvania looking for the next step. And before USAC East Coast, it was go wing racing yeah, or buy yeah. modified. <laughs> now you can at least get your feet wet in a non-wing car and then see if you want to either pursue that or go wing racing. Because, you know, the still nice thing about, yes, we're a 360 series, but you can run URC. You have ESS, um, GLMS. Uh, you know, so there's still a lot of of wing 360 series out there that are semi close, so you can do both uh, yeah. to see what you like best. Um, and I think that's I think that's great. I think it's yeah. great for us, great for the wingless sport. I mean, our payout too is really good. Uh, it's two grand to win and three hundred bucks to start, uh, which for a 360 series on the East Coast, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. For a long time, that paid more than URC did. Yeah. And it pays more than the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series does. There you go. Because uh, they're two, they're two grand to run. They're I'm sorry, they're two grand to win, but only two hundred to start. And that that extra hundred dollars for a lot of these teams just showing up to the track knowing they're not going to win is a lot. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, for sure. You know, for us, I'm showing up to the trap expecting top three every single night, or top fives, or winning. Uh, you know, it depends on the track. Like Action Track Wednesday. I want to win because uh, we can win there. Uh, oh, yeah. We were really fast a couple weeks ago. Um, 
which I, I can't believe it. We ran a 40-lap race, and I needed more time because, uh, of course, <laughs> ran 19th to 13th, and with two to go, I finally caught, I think, 9th through 12th was in a little pack, and I was about to pass all of them, and Trekker comes out. I'm like, man, seriously? <laughs> like, I, was, I was having a good time. Yeah. Like, this is kind of fun. Right. Um, I need more laps. But, I need more laps. <laughs> yeah, I need, Need more laps. We yeah. need forty lapper, and we need more. Let's let's try <laughs> fifty this time. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. I mean, it, it was. Uh, I truthfully thought it was going to be horrible. I could not believe we didn't wreck a single car. Yeah, I couldn't that was, believe uh, it. That no was, cautions. Yeah, that was impressive. Not a single caution. When they yeah. threw two to go, I thought it was lap twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, whoa! Yeah. This is this is not good. This is bad. <laughs> um, but it uh. It, it was cool. It was it was a cool deal. Um, this wingless USAC East Coast deal is a really cool deal. And the only the only downside is like with us, especially looking for like a new big sponsor. It's it's really difficult to advertise yourself around here, yeah. um, especially because we have no home, uh, and that's like our biggest problem is especially for me because I can't get I can't get a local business that's at let's say Port Royal. If you got a local guy down the street who wants to give you a thousand bucks because you're there every week, we don't have that opportunity. So for me, finding sponsorship has to be more of like a countrywide thing. And you know, the fuel sponsor is absolutely fantastic. That's that's our main one, other than uh, obviously our family businesses. But it's the sponsors that make the teams run, and kind of hoping. Hoping really we have a good Indiana Sprint Week and hopefully open some eyes to some people. Oh yeah, for sure, man. That that always helps. Did you get to watch any of Macon this past weekend? Yes, that place is <clears throat> wicked. Um, Friday night was badass. I mean, both nights were good, but Friday night that was some. Yeah, we will we will definitely be making the trip out there next year uh, to that place. Uh, yeah, that, hope to see him back that, for sure. Yeah. Um, because that's kind of they were they were all comparing it to action track and it's it's pretty true the only real differences between that place is that place is actually a little wider and a little longer than action track so you know if, if we can race on action track we can obviously race there yeah and i think uh you know with us doing a little traveling like next year it kind of sucks we committed uh full-time to usac east coast this year and you know, we have to miss, like, we were originally going to go to Four Crown at the end of the year for Eldora and do some other stuff with USAC, but it, now with scheduling conflicts, uh, we can't. But next year, we're going to do a true 410 uh, non-wing outlaw type of schedule. Uh, so we'll definitely, Macon is definitely going to be on that. That that, oh, yeah. that place was cool. Heck, yeah, it was. <clears throat> uh, talk about Eldora a while ago, the million... Uh... If if they done a million for non wing, where what kind of which track you think you'd like to see that on? Oh well, god, I'm sure that's you'd be there. Really, yeah, that would be if there was a million dollar to win non wing race. And that's a tricky one. It's either got to be Lawrenceburg. Uh, what's another awesome one? Lawrenceburg, Bloomington, or no, nah, you can't do Knoxville. That, that's actually, no. Nah. Uh, no. Got to do something else, right? What about a PA track? Uh, would, there, would there be a PA track? You'd like to see it over there somewhere? Uh, 
it, it farts Ceilin, out. Ceilin's grow. for you, right? So for me, yes, ceilings grow. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd run a million to, uh, every week. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, I guess a good PA track for a big paying race would, honestly, as much as I hate it, would have to be Port Royal. Yeah. Um, just because of the prestige of Port Royal yeah. and everything. And the facility. Um, the money they put into right, it yeah, that, that's in, the but... place that can handle a million dollar to win race. Yeah. Um, where a place like uh, like Lincoln couldn't, uh, which actually Lincoln is actually another neat track we go to. It's kind of Lincoln always races well for yeah. us uh, if it doesn't rubber up. Last year it rubbered up; it was terrible. Uh, but the year before it was bounce off the wall every lap. Uh, so I, I think Lincoln would be a good place. Um, what about what about Volusia. Lernerville? Lernerville, Volusia. Oh, Volusia would be Lernerville good. Yeah, Lernerville is cool. Uh, we got to run Lernerville last year with the Boss Series, um, and it was Lernerville is a true slick track. We were running five wide for twenty five laps there, Damn. and it was badass. Uh, so Lernerville could be neat. I would love to see USAC National go there. Um, yeah, there's yeah. like there's just so many. My opinion is like USAC National right now isn't national, um, because they're pretty much Indiana, yeah, or Illinois or right around Indiana. Like, truthfully, the only true national series is the Outlaws, yeah. Um, um, with like select trips. What's that? You cut out on us, but. Oh, sorry. You're good. Um, like even the even the All Stars seem like they're you yeah. know not a true national series right now. They're kind of just running all Ohio, PA, and Indy as well, um, which there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, you yeah. know the USAC schedule this year I think was only forty shows, forty forty five around that forty you know around that number. Like yeah, I think so. I would think for a national series it's got to be seventy yeah. or at least sixty to seventy because I know. <laughs> I know with, like, local stuff, you could run 60 to 80 shows a year literally running your local tracks. Yeah. Um, that's what we do. I think 2018 was the most races I ever ran in a season. It was, like, 83. Um, oh, that's a lot of racing. Not a single rain out that year, I don't think. Um, but it was it was cool. Um, but, like, it, it's just so sad seeing these schedules come out, and it's like, man, why is there such big schedule gaps? But, yeah. I mean, I get they also have the midgets and the crown cars uh, to yeah. run with. So, technically, if you ran all three, you'd get your 70. Yeah. Um, but I feel like still USAC's main series is the sprint cars. Because um, I feel like the midgets aren't as prestigious as they used to be. Yeah. And the crown cars are badass. They just show up and leave, though. <laughs> They're yeah. only one day a week, guys. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but the sprint car, I mean, obviously we can't all go back to California because they're changing all their laws and, you know, everything. So I get that. Yeah. Uh, but seeing them go to Texas was really good. That was cool. Yeah. I think we should see if we can do good. Uh, God, excuse me. I think they should get back to New York. I think, you know, actually our series was talking about doing a New York swing of Brewerton, Fulton, uh, Can-Am, uh, weed sport like there's yeah. a ton of possibilities to do like a little mini new york speed week uh with those guys and you know even a couple of years ago when USAC did two eastern storms uh that was awesome 
Yeah. You know, they ran, they ran, I think, I think on that schedule, the first one, they had uh, BAPS, BAPS, Path Valley, and I think one other track that they don't, that they did not have this year. Um, and, yeah. You know, there's just so much, so much more potential for these guys yeah. uh, to run more races at cooler tracks. Like, that Path Valley race was one of the best sprint car races I've ever watched. Yeah. Um, and if, you know, these, a lot of the drivers, because I spoke to a lot of them during the week, their biggest thing was payout. Yeah. Um, you know, with the wingless stuff, that's why Courtney went winged. That's why Wyndham went winged. Uh-huh. Like Brady Bacon's been talking about going winged. That's just where <clears throat> you can't make a living off of six grand to win. Yeah. Um, but you can make a living off of 30 grand, 20 grand, 50 grand, 60, 70, you know. Yeah. Um, for sure. And it's just, it's a true shame because the the wingless stuff is, I think, better racing on a weekly basis. Um, you know, obviously, I, I think there's some really good winged racing, but I think wingless cars just have the advantage of if you miss your setup, you're not terrible. Where in a wing car, you're if done. you miss your setup, you're done. Yeah, pack yeah. it in, go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're big downwind guys here, of course, in Indiana, so we could agree with that. But um. yeah, so I'm I'm kind of hoping, and I don't know how the Indiana scene is right now, just because I'm not there. But I'm sure, I'm sure all the local tracks get a good car count every week. So oh yeah, the cars are there. Just we got to get the pay up, but yeah, for sure, the pay definitely has to go up. Yeah, no, I know they've been trying. I know USAC bump, they've been bumping it up, or at least I think they have been the past years, mm -hmm. a few years, but. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it, it's kind of cool seeing sponsors get in the sport like that. Uh, Abe Roofing. Yeah, uh, Honest Abe Roofing, yeah. CV. Yeah, Kevin um, Newton, yeah. Now they're sponsoring, uh, I believe, Quick Time every night. Yeah, so they are. They're involved, It's yeah. cool to see sponsors coming in Yeah. Um, and not leaving. Like, NOS is obviously huge, um, yeah. and they, they do quite a lot, um, especially, for, especially for all the guys they support, so that's cool. And it's cool that they still support Justin, who doesn't do the wing stuff, because I know Noss does a lot of wing cars now. Yeah, they do. Um, a lot. But uh, it's ho hopefully, you know, once it's feasible, because uh, that was another thing we've been, why we're not doing it next year is just because right now, the way payouts are and everything, it's it's still not feasible yet. So to where, like, if they could even not even necessarily raise the winner's purse, but the the starting money, that's yeah. the biggest issue right now. Is like uh, you know Kyle Cummins was talking about that to us at Volusia that uh, we actually had a friend uh, with us come down who ran, who runs wing cars primarily, and he actually came with one of our USAC East Coast teams to run their car. Um, they had engine issues the night at Bubba's, and it was actually the night that the Abe Lincoln car. Uh, flipped into oh, the hit the fence in, yeah. into the fence and demolished it. Well, yeah. yeah. At the same time, not a lot of people know this. Our buddy had engine issues and actually had to pull into the pits. Uh, well, technically, since it was an open red, they could do whatever they wanted. And Kyle Cummins was the first driver to come over to them, and for an hour and a half or however long it took, he was on the phone with his motor builder trying to get this guy's motor fired and. They eventually figured it out to get him, and he actually ended up making the show and getting his start money. Um, but afterwards, we talked to Kyle, and he's like, 10 years ago, I remember coming here and praying to God I made the show, because if I didn't, I wasn't getting home. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, that starting money's huge, especially for a lot of these small teams. And, it, and people don't realize it, too. Like, a lot of these teams that look big really aren't. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, There's several like, of those. You know, like, we're one of them. Uh, we're... We we have we got an intact. We have cars and everything, but it's just me, my dad, and right now my crew chief. Uh, we have, we have a tire guy who we you know who shows up to the track, and I believe we're actually gonna hire a car chief soon. But I mean, as, as you know, it's still only three of us on a normal yeah. basis, and where you got guys like uh, you know any outlaw team like Casey KKR. They got guys at the track and guys at the shop doing data analysis. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so it's it's just a it, it, it's nice to see a lot of support for the small teams because um, the true race fans can pick them out uh, versus the big teams. And even you know, not that there's anything wrong with the big teams. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. like we could truthfully become a super big team if we wanted to, but I don't want a teammate, and yeah. <laughs> we don't really need a teammate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're like uh, that KO Motorsport. Awesome for them. They have, I think, Pursley Stock and and I think two drivers who run Indiana stuff. Uh huh. Um, KKM obviously uh, with their fleet, uh, which actually I think I believe as of now I'll be running a KKM car for the Chili Bowl. There you go. But uh, that'll be my debut in a midget because I. Figured, if I'm going to do this professionally, got to get the name out there somehow. Best way For to sure. do it is run a Keith Coons car. Yeah, um, and Chili that Bowl. Uh, that's hand in hand the right there, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's definitely yeah, a good way a to get of, out. I have a lot of experience at the Chili Bowl, not with a midget, but with a 600. Uh-huh. Uh, like, we made the show two years ago with the Outlaw Non-Wing, which is pretty much the prestigious class of the week, uh, which, you know, we were super fast and... That track, I kind of know what that track's going to do. And as everyone's told me, if you've ran a non-wing 410, the midget's not any faster. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it uh, <laughs> that, that's at least some, in, ooh, sorry, I just hit my cat. Uh, that's at least <laughs> I can some hear him advantage. in the background. Is he okay? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he's all good. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Um. <laughs> But that's a little bit of an advantage I've got going into it is that, at least for me, it won't feel like a faster race car. Whereas yeah. when I got into the sprint car from a 600, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing? Difference. Holy yeah, shit. This is, this is super fast. Yeah. Uh, one more thing about the million. Who you picking? Oh, I'm going Brent Marks. There you go. Brent Marks. What about a dark I've horse? Brent for a long time. Uh, dark horse? Yeah. Bill Rose. Hell yeah. <laughs> love him. Love that dude. You got to love that guy. You know, it's actually, I got a funny story. My my crew chief was talking to Bill Rose one day. Not a lot of people know this, but he's a carpenter. Yeah. Uh, by trade. And he, he, he goes out there and has nothing but a blast. And I would, I would love to see Bill Rose win, win the million. Oh, yeah. um, I would love to see that too. Hell yeah! Yeah, either. But for my true pick, it's got to be Brent. Um, or oh man, I I gotta pick two just because there there's so many good there, people going. There is a lot. Either Brent or Rico. Rico has been really fast. Um, yeah, he has. Rico. I love tough. Larson. Also, I really hope Larson doesn't win it. Not for the. 
I hope for Larson's guys he wins it. I hope for Larson he doesn't, just because that man's already won a million dollars this year. Yeah, yeah. He, he don't need the million. <laughs> no, he, he don't need it. Our, <laughs> give it to one of our dirt guys. Well, yeah. He's a dirt guy, but one yeah, of our yeah. full-timers. Yeah, for sure. Um, so either I'm either going Brent or Rico. For PA Posse, Brent. For Hell yeah. Every, you know, for, for everything else, Rico. So. Gotcha. He's been my, so my fast. Luck, a couple good win. picks right there, yeah. Yeah, I haven't decided. I the wrong PA guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's truthfully, I think the field. I don't think that many outlaws will make it. I think a lot of. I think Chad will make it. Obviously, I think Jacob and I. I, I don't even know. Jacob's kind of had a rough year, but I, I yeah. think definitely Logan will make it. I think I, Geo will make it. And I think Gravel and Macedo. But other than that, I, I think Donnie struggled this year. I think you're gonna have a lot. Good yeah. guys. He's looked good at Eldora, but yeah, he's kind of struggled here and there. But like, I think uh, you're going to have every guy, every team there that's wanting to win is going to have a brand new four ten that they've been saving up. They're going to have a brand new car. You know, you're you're going to have a lot of new there. So I think a lot of teams, if you don't show up with new right off the bat, you're not going to make it. What I see, um, eighty two cars there now. Eighty two, yeah. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of lower. Like, if you're in the E-Main, man, just go home. <laughs> like, right. You know, yeah. at that point, like, you know, obviously you're going to have your 10 cars that are there to say, oh, my God, we were in the event. Yeah. And that's awesome for them. You know, nothing against that. We need that in the racing world. Like, uh, truthfully, I'm a non-wing guy, and I want to go race it. Just to say I was in the not, I was in the Eldora Million. Yeah. Because um, it's just cool to say, like, we were there. Yeah, um, for sure. Because hopefully, I don't know if Tony's going to alternate it every year from late models to sprint cars. Um, I'm kind of hoping he just keeps it with the sprint cars. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure next year it'll either be late or it'll do both. Both would be awesome. That, yeah. That would be an event. Yeah, uh, would. He would need to make the uh, camping grounds uh, triple the size for that. For sure, yeah. It'd be a big one. But, uh, you know. Maybe he'll bring back another event, time, maybe. Maybe sometime. Maybe bring back the Eldor Nationals or something from back in the day. I don't know. You never know what yeah, Tony's going to do. Or, or maybe next year it's wingless. That'd be, that'd be yeah. insane. We would be there. That would be um, badass. I think everybody with an engine would be there uh, for that race. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I know, I guess the Mopar Million yep. uh, 10 years ago or 20 years ago yep. uh, was non-wing. So it, it's definitely doable, and that's – this kind of goes back to my point of what happened to non-wing. Yeah. <laughs> it was non-wing used, you know, used to be it. And then for 12 years it changed. Yeah. And now it seems, at least the what we get off of the drivers is USAC's making a resurgence. I mean, you got a lot of professional teams now. Yeah. Versus, you know, your, your team that is going to have a good time. Uh-huh. Uh, like you, you got guys now who are, who this is their job. Uh, so that's, that's my hope of non-wing stuff, uh, where the wing guys already have that established. Um, yeah. Multiple drivers, because wing racing, you can make a living off of it in Pennsylvania. You you could run the Grove, Lincoln, Port, Sealands Grove, Baps. You know, just those tracks alone, you could make a living. Yeah. Uh, so, glad to see non-wing is making a little bit of a comeback, because wing is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, it's we were uh, we were at uh, uh, a good friend of ours, Davey Franick's shop, 
uh, about a couple months ago, and I'm looking in his basement. There's just 12 wings sitting in the basement. I'm like, that's $1,200 each. Just chilling out. <laughs> collecting dust. <laughs> Damn, I'm that's... Like, man, he's, he's like, yep, and every single one of those wings is for a different track. I'm like, a different track? Yeah. <laughs> You mean to tell yeah. me you guys have custom wings for different tracks? He's like, 100%. I'm like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's, that's dumb. 12 wings. Wow. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, so, uh, he's like, this isn't, this isn't even a lot. He's like, you go to Rico or Larson shop, they got 30. Damn. Jeez. Just sitting in the corner. Ready to go, I guess, if you need them. Uh, but uh, so so you, we'll touch on this real quick again. You're, you're coming over here to Indiana, so what's your uh, – what are you what are you thinking about for uh, running what tracks you gonna hit for sprint week and you know over here in the midwest you gonna certain ones you're looking forward to or uh yeah like we're running the full deal okay um all all eight days i think tracks i'll be better at definitely Terre Haute. oh uh, hell yeah that's a big that'll be right up mile that'll be right up your alley there for sure i'm i'm used to that that's my gig is big fast half miles hell yeah uh, I definitely think Lawrenceburg will be good just because back home, one of our better tracks is Bridgeport Motorsports Park, which was kind of modeled after Lawrenceburg. Um, so I think, I think we'll be good at Lawrenceburg. Um, Bloomington, I think we're going to be good at Bloomington. Uh, actually my first, uh, sprint car car owner is now one of our crew guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause he got out of owning. And that he's been so stoked to go to Bloomington. So I think for that fact alone, I have to be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got no pressure, right? <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, all the rest of the tracks, besides obviously Hobstock, kind of seem a little cookie cutterish to me. Yeah. Um, you know, they're little short tracks with cushions, which is yeah. great, and that'll be great for me because uh, I can. I kind of understand now what a cushion is in a sprint car because we don't get a lot of cushions around here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when we do, it's like, wow, okay, this. What is, is this thing? This, <laughs> right. This is different. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it'll be good. It'll be great learning experience for me and my team. Um, yeah. Just you know, just to see. Uh, but I, I definitely think, I definitely think we'll make at minimum one show. Because uh, I know it's, I know that's going to be difficult. Uh, yeah, tough fields, man. Tough for sure. Right, forty to fifty cars each night, and the local guys are right. The local yeah. scene of Indiana is just like the local scene of Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, and that's the non-wing side of it. Yeah, the not on the non-wing yeah. side. Yeah. yeah, we know. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so really looking forward to that. I um, mean, just logging some laps. Um, but I, I think our, I think we'll be very good at Lawrenceburg and Terre Haute, definitely. Um, just because, you know, everyone said about Terre Haute, if you can run at Port, Williams Grove, or Sealands Grove from back home, you're it's going to be, you know, seeming, seamless. You're going to hop right in the car and be like, oh, okay, this is just a local track. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop and steer and don't lift too much. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I plan on hitting Terre Haute, which we're down. We're like 10 minutes from Hopstot, so we'll be there too. But Terre Haute. Lincoln Park, Bloomington, and Hopstop. So I'm hitting the back half. I think Charlie's going to be at Bloomington. And Bloomington Hopstop, and Hopstop for sure. So. Yeah, you you also definitely stop by. We'll have a. I think I got to see my mom's flying out. I think she's going to bring my girlfriend with her, maybe. 
uh, to see if they can get the t-shirt tent set up because yeah. other other otherwise I'm I'm kind of screwed for selling merchandise. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll definitely have some merchandise for sale oh, yeah. all week. Hopefully, get a bunch of people to come out and support. Which, from everything I've heard, the fans out there support even the guys they don't even know. Oh yeah, oh so, yeah, they do. Uh, if you got a, if you got a wingless car on a t-shirt, it, it's getting bought. Oh yeah, um, which is which is good for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the tires are expensive now. <laughs> yeah, they are. But uh, um, hopefully, but look forward to seeing you. Might have some. Something cooking, something cooking for you. I don't know. You never know what we're gonna have. Oh, so. fantastic! We'll be cooking all week too. I think we're actually we're gonna have burgers, chicken, ribs. Oh, I know yeah. we're bringing ribs because our crew guy loves ribs. There Big rib guys. Okay. Um, actually, I think I think then the team we're actually going or not. We're gonna be kind of half teammates with the Hefner uh, okay. twenty seven car just because we're, we're the only two teams running the full week out of PA and I believe yeah. one of their guys said he was bringing a slow cooker so I think oh. I get some uh, get some roasts and probably throw the ribs in the slow cooker because slow cooked ribs nothing beats it nope <laughs> um, but uh, super, super excited to get out there I've, I've only been to Indiana uh, to race ever in a quarter midget and uh, I was out there a couple months ago I'm actually in that uh it's called Pit Fit. It's the same program Justin Grant does, uh, just to stay in shape and keep his mind ready to go. And you know, I figure since I'm making this my job, it's time to do everything the right way. And yeah. uh, so we went out there. I'll never forget just landing in Indiana and seeing everything I've seen on the internet right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, got Indy Race Park, Spike, CSI, everybody. Yeah, at least in Indy. And I'm on like. I'm like, man, this is where I want to be. Like, PA sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. If you're a non-wing guy, this is definitely where you want to be. Right. This is. I'm in the. I was born in the wrong part of the country. <laughs> Luckily, PA is kind of close to Indy, yes. so that's at least yeah. one little benefit. Uh, you know, it's I think only an 11 to 12 hour drive, which yeah. for a race team, that's not a lot. Not horrible. Yeah. Um, and for my parents, it's a two hour plane ride. There. Yeah. Damn. That's that's where it's at so right it, there. You know, so I mean like if if I were to make the jump and move out there, it's not like they couldn't come see me. It's yeah. not like I couldn't come home. Yeah. Because yeah. where we live, the airport's only forty five minutes away. There so you go. it's a two hour plane ride and a forty hour or forty five minute drive. And I'm right back to where I was. Oh yeah. So but yeah, looking just for- super excited. About ready to get it all started here. Yeah, man, looking forward to seeing you out here yeah but, uh, thank you thank you i'm looking forward to meeting all of you guys and all the rest of the fans out in indiana oh yeah so what's a what's a day in the life of joey manti like what's 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 going on every day uh, pretty much just getting ready for racing um yeah. you know it's i got obviously we got college coming up which as of right now isn't looking like it'll affect too much of my day-to-day life uh, so, kind of planning it out to where I'm going in on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays as of right now. And yeah. Friday, I only go in for a class, which isn't bad. Um, so, college uh, is only half hour away. So it's go. not like it's not like I'm commuting or it's not like I'm living there, which that was yeah. a big factor in which college I wanted to go to because I wanted to make sure I didn't live there. Yeah. Because um, that would have pretty much sealed the deal on my racing career. Yeah, hard, hard to work on your car in the evenings or. Even wash the damn right. things or the trailer, especially right. when you Every, get everything especially when you get of age and you start getting you know partying and getting hammered. So you know if that would ever yeah. happen, <laughs> yeah. kind of puts a damper on the racing side maybe. But uh, 
So where are you going and what are you studying? Studying? Do you know? Or uh, I'm going to Lehigh University, uh, right in Bethlehem, PA. Okay. Uh, yeah. Studying mechanical engineering. Figured, you know, it'll you could, be good to have. You um, could do something with it, probably. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, um, you know, my family owns all businesses, and I'll follow in their footsteps and start my own business. There you go. Uh, just because my mom taught me from a young age to never work for somebody. Always try to work for yourself because nobody can dictate what you do. Be your own boss, yeah. Uh, so, but if I'm kind of hoping to, if I can make racing really work, um, obviously I would. My no matter what, I'm going to do college, uh, just because you know the degree is never bad to have. A lot of NASCAR drivers have them. At least the most notable being Ryan Newman. Um, yeah, he's but, he's got a. I can't even remember what it was in, but it's uh, like that dude's super smart. I can't remember yeah. what the hell his friggin' degree was in. Well, like even I could, you know, if I were to make the jump and move to Indy, everyone told me the colleges out there are great. Yeah. And the biggest thing is that they're understanding that you're a race car driver, um, and sometimes you're going to miss class, yeah. which is like the biggest thing I've had to explain to the admissions people at this school is <laughs> I, my job, you know. My job takes priority. Uh, I'm here to learn, but if I got to miss a class, I'm missing a class. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and it kind of goes back, and I've seen a lot of arguments on the internet about this: is why should they care? Because they're getting paid anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty well. Uh, so, if anything, it's I'm only losing. They're not. So, and that, it kind of seems like every teacher, or at least from what I've heard, because uh, I actually have a racing buddy who goes there and he's like, yeah, they don't really care. Uh, you're kind of good. Just as like, biggest thing is missing exams or quizzes, which yeah, he's like, you could truthfully not show up to a single class. Just show up for the quiz. Yeah. Um, and obviously won't do that. I'll go to some classes, but if they're repeating, you know, there's no need stay home, work on the race car a little more. But if college doesn't work out after this year, um, definitely going to do my first year. Uh, just a you know, full year, see if I really like it, because um, Lehigh is a hefty uh, enrollment fee, um, so I definitely, definitely um, will not be dropping out, that's 100% <laughs> sure, at least not mid, midway through the year, yeah. uh, that'll, be, that'll be a decision made after my first year, and uh-huh. they also assured me if I take a year off, I can come back, um, the way go. my grades were, I've always been a... Um, I've been a school smart person my whole life. Street smart, street smarts are not there, but school wise, I've always been kind of smart. There you go. Um, and my guidance counselors have advised me that they would accept. Uh, like your grades are good enough to where you could you could go eight years and be fine. Okay. Um, so that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of my little argument with my mom because my mom is really not for that, but <laughs> she's like, mom, they'll they'll accept me. We'll be good. I got to have an eight-year um, eight bachelor's degree. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think definitely, like, I think if I do the USAC deal full-time, unless I have... Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, sorry, I had a little technical problem there. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> all, all good. But, uh, but no, I think uh, as long as we have everything put in place, college shouldn't be an issue for me. Um, you know, I love working on the race cars, uh, but honestly, even now... I don't work on them as much as I used to just because we have a full-time guy in the shop every day and he doesn't need my help too much. I, I ask him every day, do we need help? But 
you know, we're pretty much ready to go at a moment's at a moment's notice uh, with with everything. And yeah, no, it's not saying I can't do it. Uh, I've worked on the cars for years. I know how to build them, know how to take them apart, all the happy, you know, all the stuff every driver needs to know. Uh-huh. Um, but I think uh, I think it'll all work out to where it'll it'll kind of be good. And even if even if I don't pursue a business with the mechanical engineering degree, um, I've actually there's a little indoor go kart track called SNS Speedways. Uh, it's right in Stroudsburg, PA. Actually, uh, Ryan Smith's dad owns it. Um, he's I've had a little dream for a little while to own that and operate it. Because um, it's actually really cool. They built custom cars that look like race cars with car numbers and everything, and they run on a little mini Pocono. Yeah, That's a true slick track. Like, you throw slide jobs there. It's actually really... It's really neat. Um, and he's looking to sell soon. So I think we'll actually end up buying that. Um, and then my mechanical engineering degree will play hand-in-hand with, you know, fixing them up. And he actually is also, uh, they're called a Tobias Slingshot. Uh, it's a little local division back here around home. Um, so I think, you know, my degree my degree essentially won't be hurting me with what yeah. I want to do in my yeah. future. Sounds like you got um, a nice if I don't get it though at the same time, which I don't really think is an option, uh, at least my mom hasn't made it an option. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I don't get it, I don't think it'll be the end of the world. But I think, I think the only thing that'll hurt me in the short term is just transitioning with time management. Um, but I, hopefully, knock on wood, I've never really needed to study too much for anything. Um, and I've always gotten straight A's. And now at college, I've been I've been granted permission. She's like, as long as you pass, I don't care. So, <laughs> which, which makes my life a little easier. Because uh, at the end of the day, you can have straight A's or D's. They're still giving you the same diploma. Yep, true story. You're right. As yeah. long as you pass. <clears throat> right. You you that you've completed what you needed to do to get this piece of paper. Yep. Uh-huh. And then if I forget anything, Google is one message away. <laughs> yep. Pull it out of your pocket. Pull the phone out of your pocket. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, Google, how do, what is pi? Oh, there it is. There you go. We're all good to go. See, you already, you already got it figured out. So, so uh, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, so we talked about food a little bit earlier, but we'll, we'll switch over to the food here. Uh, what's some of your favorite restaurants over, uh, you know, your way or on the road? Oh, man. Um, local restaurants, I guess we got a, a really good abachi restaurant that my dad actually built, um, I think 12 years ago now. Uh, that's, that's really good. Other than that, I mean, our, it's pretty much just pizza shops around yeah. here, <laughs> um, pizza shops and a couple of delis. Uh, so really chain food wise, love red Robin, red Robin's always a good one. Hell um, yeah. Longhorn, Texas roadhouse. Uh, you know, you're, you're kind of standard chain food places. Um, on the road, though, you know, we're on the road for a few hours. I don't know if they have any of them out there, but there's a gas station called Royal Farms, at least around here. Um, they have banging chicken wings okay. and banging chicken and just everything chicken, fried, unfried, everything. Okay. It It is... It's better than KFC. It's better than Chick Fil A. It's 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 really good. Um, so that's we we definitely make it a, a point because uh, a lot of them are in Delaware, New Jersey. So whenever we go to Jersey or Delaware, we're stopping at a Royal Farms and we're getting some food. Um, 
other than that, it's just a bunch of wah-wahs and sheets. Uh, so that's honestly where a lot of us eat. Okay. <laughs> Nine times out of ten. Yeah, I wrote yeah. that Royal Farms down. I gotta If I ever see that gas station, I'm can't, stopping to eat. can't say that I've ever seen oh one here God, down you, the southern, yeah, southern gotta, part of the state. I've, I've never seen them in Indiana, we'll say that, or the Midwest here. So. No, you'll have to... <laughs> Yeah, give it a give it a little Google search and just look up about their chicken. It's it's banging. Okay. I mean, it's it's wow. It's, <laughs> like usually the chicken, you know, you go to KFC, you just eat the skin, but like the actual chicken is good too. So okay. it's, keep it's that nice. in mind. Hey, yeah. No, it's like you 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 eat that thing right to the bone, and sometimes people <laughs> eat the bone. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's just that good. All right. Uh, you. Other than that, though, not. Not really. I'm not too picky. I'll eat anything. You do any cooking yourself? No, no, not a cook. I, actually, yes, I do. I take frozen food, I unwrap it, and I put <laughs> it in the oven. There you go. Yeah. Hey. And I also am really good at making a bowl of cereal. I'm, there you, you go. know, you got to mix up the cinnamon toast crunch and the cocoa puffs, and there you go. That's a great breakfast. As long as you're <laughs> not a milk first guy, you know. People say put the milk in first. And- those people. If I, 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 I told I told my sister this the one day, if I ever see her putting milk in first, <laughs> she wouldn't have a room anymore. <laughs> like you have no authority for that. I'm like, I'll make it my. Yeah, authority. we'll we'll make it happen. <laughs> don't don't try it. Right. Those <laughs> you will be gone. Those people yeah. are serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I, I uh, don't even you know a little tangent here. If you put the milk in first, all the cereal is going to be on the surface. Yeah, yeah you can't not, even get as much cereal. That's the whole point. Is it, it's sitting on top of the milk. You pour the right. milk over top of it and let it kind of, you know, sit for a second. Well, like, I don't need a lot of milk. The milk is just to moisten it up. You, you, you know. Yeah, that's the whole point of it, yeah. Right. Okay, you, you dry cereal. Obviously, right. when you take all the cereal out, you put the milk in, there's only a quarter bowl of milk. Yeah. Where yeah. you put the milk in first, you're going to put three quarters of milk in, and then I have a quarter <laughs> of cereal. Yeah. So what, are you going to drink five cups of milk afterwards? <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> yeah. Not, not, a, not a big fan. That was a... Yeah. Uh, I actually, the one day... Uh, it's so funny you talk about this. We're at a racetrack. Um, one of my best friends at the time, who I haven't seen in a little bit, we're in his toter home and we're making breakfast because we were all, you know, just hanging out. And he put the milk in first. Ooh. And I think he was doing it to mess with me and mess with <laughs> all of us. There was a good bunch of us. And we're like, what are you doing? It's like, you put the milk in first so the bowl's cold. I'm like, what? The bowl's cold. Who, Who gives cares a shit? Who gives a shit if the bowl's cold? I'm eating cereal. Why I'm eating the, the bowl. Supposed to be cold? And then he gave us a whole tangent on how this had to be total BS. Uh, yeah. He's like, if the bowl's cold, the, the cereal's crispier. Around. Nah. I'm like, who cares? Nah. The bowl's going to get cold either way. Getting scientific with cereal, bro. There's no need for that. that. Right. I'm like, I'll grab a thermometer and stick it to the bowl, or, <laughs> or I'll grab a heat gun, stick it to the bowl, see what it comes up before and after. And then we did. <laughs> Turns out there was no difference. Yeah. I started to say that was, that was fake news. Call bullshit on that. Yeah. Fake right. news. <laughs> so we all looked at him. We we actually, what we did, truthfully, was kind of mean. We actually took his bowl of cereal and threw it out the window. <laughs> make yourself a proper bowl. Yeah. Um, I don't think that was mean he, at all. I think that's what he deserved. Right. Yeah. It, which we then did. And, uh, you know, then we were all happy-go-lucky. Um, <laughs> but for that, for that little, that had to be, oh, God, a 15-minute little rant on what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you putting the milk in first? Um, but uh, no, it's just uh, back to the whole original 
I guess topic. I'm I'm not a picky eater. I'll pretty much eat everything. Copy that. What's your uh, barbecue preference? Like, what's your favorite thing off the grill? Oh, that uh, kind of the same. I'm a bit of everything. I mean, ribs are great. Steak, even barbecued chicken. Um, you know, for, I'm I'm not picky at all. Copy I, that. I eat everything. What kind of steak it's, are you ordering? I'm either we go out. It's either a fillet or a New York strip for me. Uh, just because now I I will say I do nowadays order the New York strip a little more for two reasons. One, it's a little cheaper, and two, you, the fillet is there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You gotta <laughs> cut it yourself, which is fine. But, it, but it's in there. Um, yep. It's there. So yeah. I kind of like once I found that out, I'm like, man, this is this is great. I'm saving ten bucks, and then. Of course, the girlfriend over there spends the extra fifteen. I'm like, all right, glad I saved ten. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's a. Uh, I'm I'm not picky at all. I I eat everything. Copy that. But steak, I'm primarily you know if you're if you're grilling up something, I'm looking for either a steak or a burger. Copy that. Can't go wrong so, with a burger, unless you no. you know yeah. I'm I'm a medium rare guy for everything. Oh, for sure. Um, that's 100%. Just, I'm sure Same. glad Jackson you said that. I'll, yeah, I'll go medium for a burger. I could do medium on a burger. Yeah, if you cook a medium rare burger, it's like alive. Yeah, um, it's amazing. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it, it's got to be in that little. You know, it's also so dependent on size. Like we go, we actually got a little local restaurant here that our buddies own, and if you order meat, the order medium, it's coming out well done. But if you order medium rare, it's still mooing. Huh. No hmm. in between. <laughs> There's no in between. So, like, you <laughs> pick your poison. Do you want to not have any life to the thing, or do you want to have it breathing? I want it I want it mooing at me when I cut it, if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I, I, what I usually do then is I'm like, hey, can you, like, send this back? Because our, our buddies own it. Uh-huh. Like, hey, can you take this patty and just put it on for, like, 15 seconds and then give it right back <laughs> you're right um, and my buddy usually does that and it comes out perfect there you go um i'm like oh okay why why can't the chef do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's that's my that's my one little gripe yeah yeah hell yeah so one more thing we haven't really talked about this on here in a while so what's your thoughts on like buffalo style like buffalo like buffalo sauce and things like that hot stuff or not really. Um, you know, I'm I'm very mixed. Uh, yeah. It's it's got to be on certain things, and it's got to be done right. Okay. If it's not done right. It's it's like, oh man, this is too much. And okay. if it's doing too little, it's like, ah, oh, I don't even taste it. Okay. So if it's if it's done right, great. I will say though, sometimes for Christmas, we may or may not go to Buffalo Wild Wings and yeah. tell them to just rinse out a bucket of hot sauce. Yeah. Um, and we also, as a family and group, may or may not just dunk it in there and, yeah. <laughs> and just chew them all down all day. That sounds amazing, uh, actually. But it's uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm I'm pretty. Oh yeah. I'm I'm actually a little picky when it comes to sauces. Just okay. gotta make sure it's right. Okay. Well, which leads me to this real quick. Me and Charlie do this. Uh, we do like uh, pork spare ribs, but we do like a buffalo style. We put like a buffalo seasoning on them. And that then, uh, sounds absolutely good. And then we cover them in some buffalo sauce. I mean, we might we might have a rack for you if you want. 
to sample them. Absolutely. Most, yeah. You'll have to bring that over. Most um, people that we have made those for say, holy shit, this is the best rack ribs I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah, no, you'll have we, to... We, we, uh, I think there'll at least be four of us, so you'll definitely have to bring over a rack <laughs> during Sprint Week. Oh, yeah. We we're, have, all, we're all huff, husky guys, too, so we're, we can take care you know, we're looking to eat Hell yeah. <laughs> every night. Oh, yeah, we can hook you up. We have legitimately had people say okay. that to us too about J- those. JJ Hughes actually, he's a big, he's a big fan. He actually, uh, he he smashed a whole rack. Him and his mom and dad smashed a whole rack before the race a couple before weeks ago. Before the race, yeah, I, don't I know. couldn't <laughs> believe he ate it before the race. I don't know. I don't know if I would have gambled on that, but he did. So uh, there you go. Yeah. That's, that's, so. <laughs> you know, you've you've got me sold. Oh, I'm yeah. already sold. He finished second that night too, and gave yeah. us some credit. Second or third? <laughs> that's because of the ribs. You know, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe it was third. Definitely got to get me a rack of ribs now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Hell, there, there's that's some speed secrets right in those ribs, probably from the seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. So, any uh, you, you follow any other sports over that way or anything? Any favorite teams or? No, I just mean racing? it's kind of your. Yeah, just pretty much racing. I mean, Not I like a little bit of hockey. Yeah, uh, hockey's big over that way. Hockey, yeah. But that's because hockey's like the only sport that actually requires some talent anymore. Yeah, right. Um, so. You know, because watching those guys, I mean, that's brutal. I, I feel bad for them. Yeah, they they work are, harder than we do. Hey, um, 100%. Nuts. Yeah. Um, baseball is boring. I have no interest in baseball. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. Watch, I, I, I used to go to baseball. Actually, I can't even say that. I like minor league baseball. Yeah. Not major league. Okay. Um, because I used to go to Iron Pigs games with my grandfather, and that was actually a cool time. I went to a Yankees game, and I wanted to rip my hair out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. And then kind of football. We all watch football a little bit here and there. Uh, soccer, none of it. Uh, not a fan. Same. Uh, basketball, kind of the same thing as football, just a little bit here and there. But uh, it's primarily, you know. I'm staring at it right now. We're in. I'm in my living room right now, and I have a giant race car hood. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's that's the if perfect that spot. About, right. If that tells you anything about our family, we're we're full into the race. There you go. Hell yeah! I know you touched on the merchandise earlier, so you're gonna have some merch, and you got t-shirts and and things like that for sale as well. Yeah, we have t-shirts, long sleeve, uh, and normal uh, hoodies, obviously. Uh, bunch of hats okay uh stickers koozies i know koozies are really popular out there yeah um so we've got a bunch of those for sale a uh, <laughs> bunch of alcoholics live around there <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and i think once i destroy so my thing this year has been junk and mud covers i'm gone through 11 so far this oh, year damn uh, i don't get it but we have uh, yeah. So I think once I junk a mud cover out there, because it's bound to happen, I'll have that up for sale the next day on the merchandise tent. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure somebody will come over and pick that up. But, uh, there you, go. you know, I'm actually in the process of getting a different design made up uh, for for new T-shirts for the remainder of this year and next year. Because um, the, the car that's on the shirts now, we still run every week with USAC East Coast. It's actually our same scheme as it was last year. But we also have a white flames car that looks phenomenal. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got some neon orange, reds, a black fade. It, it's a really nice looking car. Um, so in the process of getting shirts for that one, um, also, uh, you know, in the process of getting a merchandise van. And I think once we get a van, um, you know, 
I get neater things like die casts. Um, but the problem with the die cast is kind of waiting on to make my name a little bigger for them because yeah. with the Acme company, which is the one that you know does the outlaws and all that, you got to spend $24,000 to get them. Wow. Because um, you have to buy like 350 of the one of the bigger ones. Yeah. And then for the little ones, you have to spend $21,000 and you have to buy 3,000 of them. Wow. Wow. So as of right now, I can't justify spending forty grand. Yeah, it's understandable. On that, um, but once I know, or at least think I know, that I could at least make a profit, or you know, at least eventually turn it around, because I know for a hundred percent that the that the smaller ones, because uh, I was talking with Blue about it, he's like the little ones sell. It's like you sell them <laughs> for like twenty bucks. Yeah, uh-huh. and you know, but the big ones are the problem because. You know, they're you're looking at one hundred and twenty dollars. You're selling them yeah. for. Yeah, those are a lot harder you gotta, to get rid of. You got to either have a really nice collector, or you got to have a name how to sell them for sure. Um, like I'm sure Kyle Larson sells them, you know, out, out his ass every day. Where Probably. like a guy like honestly, as popular as Team as is, I'm sure it's hard for him to sell diecasts. Could be, yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah. so that'll for, that'll be not for thing. everybody. So. Right, that'll be a thing once the time comes. Cause yeah. my dream since I was little is I've always wanted to have one of my cars as a diecast. Cause that's just cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, it is. Even if, even if I talked to a couple other people, there's this guy who actually makes or uses the Acme cars and makes diecasts himself uh, that look just as good. But to buy one of his is a hundred eighty-five dollars. So like, it, and you got to buy a certain amount, which is which is fine and understandable, which. I get so with the twenty four thousand dollars, you're technically only being charged sixty seven dollars a diecast, which is how guys are selling them for one hundred and twenty. <clears throat> yeah. Where truthfully, if you buy one, it's one hundred eighty five dollars uh, to make. Yes, um, you're getting a pretty good deal at that, but you also you got to have you got about three hundred fifty right, of them. Right. What? What? Right. <laughs> you got three hundred fifty of these things lying around. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, I just want one because I want one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> that's the only little, uh, tidbit of an issue I'm running into. But, uh, I think once winter comes, got to see, uh, my mom is pretty good to me. Um, I, not that good. <laughs> That'll take a little more convincing, but, uh, I think as long as everything goes well with our race team and everything, I think definitely, Definitely, once we get a merch van, that makes life a lot easier. Oh, uh, yeah. That, you know, it's, I don't want a trailer. I don't think we need a trailer. Um, I, I think the trailers are a little overrated, to uh-huh. be quite honest with you, unless you're Kyle Larson. Because, yeah. um, like, you got local guys in PA using the van. As long as you get the right van and you outfit <laughs> it the right way, why need a trailer? The trailer is only, I guess, at that point, if you're stocking more space, but... Yeah. Truthfully, like if I had to bring extra T-shirts, I could just put them in the trailer. You know, grab, take some out of the trailer, do whatever. Or, or worst case scenario, I can get a little, you know, four, five, eight foot trailer, hook it up yep. to the van, and just have extra supplies with me. Uh-huh. Um, Always, yeah. We're like versus spending seventy thousand dollars on a merchandise van uh-huh. or a merchandise trailer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just can't. As of right now, I can't justify that price. Understandable. Uh, you know, for what 
versus getting an, a literal vehicle that I can just, I don't <laughs> just have drive to drive everywhere. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. I can just drive it around. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and it's a lot easier to sell a van than it is to sell a trailer, especially because if you're looking to sell a merchandise trailer, good luck. Yep. You need a specific clientele for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, I know a couple of teams that's actually looking for the the van the merchandise yeah. van right now actually so that yeah would definitely like, be easier gonna, to sell oh yeah 100 like we're gonna outfit ours ourselves uh like that's we almost actually bought geo these last year but they, they wanted too much money and we did they, it had an awning we don't need an awning yeah um and it had some stuff on it that we just didn't need where like my my girlfriend's like you can get a van and then build what he did for twenty thousand dollars cheaper uh-huh like yeah, you're you're right. You, you can. Um, so that that's kind of the route we're going to take. There you go. Sounds like a plan. So, so where can uh, where can people search for you or follow you on social media? Um, you can go on our Facebook and Instagram at Joey Mantia Racing. Uh, same thing for both. Uh, Twitter, uh, it's Joey Mantia eighty eight J. Uh, and I guess we, we do have a website brand new made this year. Okay. Um, really nice. Please go check it out. It's, uh, it, it, our, we had professionally designed and it, it's just, it's phenomenal. Um, it's, uh, Uh, you can go on there, purchase all our merchandise, see what we have throughout the years that uh, we have last year or two years ago's merchandise last year's year before or year before last. And, you know, there's a whole lot of cool, neat things on there. Uh, you can check out my bio, uh, what our weekly stats are. Um, we have uh, Inside Line Promotions actually does weekly write-ups for me on how our nights went, so please go check those out as well. A uh, bunch of photos on there. Um, then the same thing with the with the Facebook page. Uh, you know, we post on there frequently, uh, minimum once every two days. Uh, that's that's just I keep try to keep up on that. Yeah. Um, in the process of, I believe we'll be starting a YouTube channel soon, um, just to show everybody kind of what our lives are like and, you know, hopefully to sell a couple more t-shirts to be quite honest with you. Um, cause that's a, you know, team as team as was telling me, that's a big thing is, you know, gotta get the name out there and the best way to do it's YouTube for sure. Um, cause you know, if you got a kid looking up, let's say Williams Grove, a race that'll pop up. If you have Williams Grove in the title, you're right there. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so hopefully getting that started up soon. Um, just getting equipment for that right now. Uh, and I think with that hand in hand, we'll start up a TikTok and, you know, do reels and, you know, little 10 second bits from that. Yeah. Um, but as of now, just pretty much, you know, the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I guess now threads, which I'll never be using that too much because I yeah. don't, I don't really like it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> um, think I think we've got enough stuff going on for us. Yeah. So we don't need another one. So <laughs> no, yeah, I I, I it's I, I remember when it came out. I'm like, oh, this is just Instagram, right? But like annoying. <laughs> yeah, but annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but yeah, no, definitely go check all those out. Uh, super. Super easy uh, to use our online store. Um, pretty much, you know, we use Shopify. So, click, add a cart, and buy, and it'll be to your house. I'm pretty good. At, I'm typically pretty good at shipping stuff out, so um, yeah. should not be too long. And we have everything in stock. Um, I believe only the only things 
either out of stock or limited are 2021 shirts and definitely our 2020 stuff that that's very limited um if you know any i believe the only sizes i have left are 3x or small <laughs> so <laughs> if you know anybody with a 3x or a small looking for a 15 dollar t-shirt send them my way uh <laughs> well, bring, bring, they them are discounted. bring them to indiana them. probably get rid of them here but uh, there's a lot of right, 3x's around here <laughs> yeah perfect perfect yeah. that's good is that and uh that, if anybody wants some long sleeves, that's something not a lot of teams seem to have. Uh, we have them. Yeah. I haven't actually sold as many, but it's also too hot out for long sleeves. Yeah, they ain't nobody looking for them right now, technically, but get them ready, good get to ready get for, it. for fall or winter. Get, get it ready. now, and then at the fall races, you'd have a long sleeve t-shirt. Right. Absolutely. So definitely uh, definitely all the listeners, and you guys as well, go check it out. It's uh, it's oh, really yeah. cool what our – actually, one of our sponsors, Tori Pavel Design – Oh, Made yeah. it all up for us, and she did a beautiful job with it. So very, very glad to have have it. You know, have our, have my own website, have our team's own website. Cause I I say my, but my team is me, I guess. Because uh, my 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 car owner, which is obviously my father, is also named Joey. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We there call him Joe, though. He's 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 solidified himself as Joe. I'm Joey. He's Joe. But, that's right. Uh but it's uh. It's cool, it, it, and it's cool. A big thing for me this year is actually been seeing people wear my shirts because, like, there's one thing to sell them, but there's another thing to see people in them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, obviously, your friends—that's cool. But when you see people you don't know wearing your stuff, that's like, wow, this is this is like real. This is neat. <laughs> and I, I'll never forget. I got a good little story. Uh, we're at a. Oh man, where was it? I said it, and I'll forget. I've already forgot. Uh, anyway, we're, we're somewhere in this little kid uh, <laughs> who I guess I sold a, a 600 uh, T-shirt to because uh, yeah. we had 600 a couple years ago uh, that I completely forgot about. And he comes up to me. He's like, hey, could you sign my shirt? I'm like, sure. And I'm looking at the design. I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is retro. He's like, yeah, I've watched you for like five years. You're awesome. I'm like, oh, that's, this is cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Heck yeah. You know, that's good shit right and there, then, man. And they, and they bought like two shirts and I gave him $5 off for being cool. There you go, man. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, it that's... was, uh, that's the little things like that, that a lot of fans don't realize for up and coming drivers versus, you know, you, you know, Kyle Arson, I'm sure seeing everybody, you know, yeah. and guys like that. Um, which I'm sure they still, I know they all appreciate the fans a hundred percent, um, and everything, but it's, I'm sure it's not as, it takes a little more for them to have a special moment, uh, with a fan than it would for someone like me at my point in time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. That's good stuff. Good thing about the dirt track community. So I like yep, good, good people. All, yeah. all good people. All like, one big happy family. I like seeing it when somebody's got one of our shirts on too. And I, don't really know them they just listen to us somehow and ordered a shirt and i think that's pretty cool yeah we're nothing yeah, special nothing but it's still pretty cool out there so last thing for us here uh you got any sponsors and i know you mentioned some you got any sponsors you'd like to thank or mention yeah no absolutely um right off the bat gotta thank jpa masonry and amancy real estate for everything they've done for me since i was a baby boy um, Sting and Race Fuel, huge supporter. Can't thank them enough for everything yeah. they've done. Uh, Bru- Bruce's Speed Shop, uh, Smith Titanium, Radical Race Gear, 600cc Performance, uh, Warnick Welding and Fabrication, 
CSI Shocks, Tim Shock Lab. Um, I know I'm forgetting a couple off the top of my head. Uh, Chop Designs, obviously, uh, Tory Pavel Design, uh, Pencil Enterprises. Um, and I think, I think right now that's actually it. Not, there's no more. Oh, oh my God, Newman's Racing Engine. Can't like <laughs> enough. Right, or went right over my head. We uh, gotta get that in Sorry about him, quick. Uh, we had a different motor builder at uh, the beginning of last year, and you know it, it didn't work out. And we went to we bought a 410 that was a Newman, and we went to Mike, and he told us he'd look at our 360 stuff. And since then, he's completely fixed our racing program um, with everything he's done. And you know he got us a new 410. Now we got another new 410 being built. And, you know, he pretty much turned my racing career around single-handedly with our engines. So, Mike, thank you for all the support. Big, big thank you. Really can't appreciate it enough. And definitely yeah, ready to go put it in the winter circle tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, man. Well, good luck. And, good uh, luck, yeah. Uh, awesome, thank you. Yeah, so uh, I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, any last words for you? I know we covered a lot no. today. But we appreciate the time, <laughs> man. Good talk. No problem. No problem. Thank you, guys. I, You know, I always... You know, a lot of people tell me that, you know, i got to be more formal with interviews and whatnot, but it seems like you guys were pretty laid back, so it was kind of cool to just yeah. talk for for an hour. Yeah, man, we're, we're laid back guys, and this is what we do, man, so uh, appreciate your time and look forward to seeing you in Indiana and maybe eat some good food, get some barbecue or something. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely bring over the ribs, and you can't – definitely cannot miss our trailer because our doors – our trailer doors are wrapped. Uh, with big flames shooting up the sides and a giant 88J. So, awesome. Uh, def- definitely will not be able to miss us. Hell yeah, yep. man. Looking we'll definitely forward to it. Look up. Hell yeah, man. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you, you too, man. See we'll you. see it. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Rounders 2 Pizza, home of the Nameless Pizza, located in Daylight, Indiana. That's T-O-O, not the number two. Follow them on Facebook for all of their weekly specials like our favorite, Thirsty Thursday, 12 Wings and a Pitcher of Beer for sixteen fifty. Dine in or carry out for all your pizza, beer, wing, and sandwich needs. Give them a call at 812-867-7172 or check them out on Facebook. Or check them out at their um, brick-and-mortar location at 12731 North Green River Road, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Love that place. Yeah. We'll be there Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like we're there pretty much every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And thanks to Crone Farms as well. Yeah, Crone Farms, big supporter. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Ben's a great dude. Mm-hmm. And guess that'll take us on to uh, stoking the fire. Yeah. Um, I guess we should just start off with a little making recap. I mean, we were there. We we missed Friday night. Probably my fault. I left work early, and I should have texted you. Maybe you could have got off early too. We talked about it. Anyway, we didn't. We didn't go. Friday I was kicking night myself was, in the dick. I know that. Friday night was some of the best racing I'd seen yeah. in a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Like there was some good shit. Mitchell Moe's got the dub. We'll talk about that later in the feature finish part. But like, yeah. Kyle flipping over the, flipping into third. Yeah, like, across like, the finish line. Like there was there was a lot of good racing. Friday night was awesome to watch. Saturday was good as well. Uh huh. Friday night was a lot more exciting. Not just because uh, of the flipping. Yeah. Facility. The Go facility ahead. was pretty nice. They had some great freaking food. Like, yeah. great food. 
Mm-hmm. That ribeye sandwich was money. Money. Mm-hmm. Hung I out think- with the Tyler Shoemaker. Mm-hmm. That ball sack. <laughs> Hung out with him all night. He's a. Uh, yeah, he stuck it out with us. He was. Yeah. He had a good time. I think we yeah. had a good time. He even hung out in the campground with us. Yeah. Even though he didn't didn't like the bucket pickles we made. He don't like pickles, so I won't have that against him. Yeah, that, that was a strike against him. I told him. Yeah. I told uh, him that was a strike. Wouldn't even try it. Anyway, facility's nice. Good viewing area. Bullring track. Uh, nice selection of brews. Yeah, and cheap, too. And tall, 16-ounce Tallboy uh, Summer Shandy, summer four shandies. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That was surprising. Like, you don't yeah. get those very often. Cheese fries were fire, too. Steak sandwich. The bun might have been better than the steak, san- the steak itself. The bun was... How stupid does this sound that we're talking about the bun? And I checked Kristen was talking about it, too, but... Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I mean, okay. that's probably what brought it to our attention and why yeah. we noticed that it's actually that But I was going to get a steak sandwich anyways, good. but... It was freaking good. But I wanted to go back and try something else there, but I just didn't, uh, didn't want to eat too much, so... Overall, great time. Mm-hmm. Nice little town. Pretty tight little town. Glad we went. Hope they go back there next year. I'm riding the slide next year if they do. We should have did it this year. We should have done it. I yeah. wanted to done it. We should have. You should have done it. should have raced. We, we both should have done it. Yeah. Oh, well. But, yeah, we'll be back. And, uh, we could have got Tyler to friggin' film us while we was coming down. Mm-hmm. The fatter guy wins. Yeah. <laughs> be faster. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't Definitely. know, I might have dove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Superman off like that motherfucker. Wavy, a wavy slide, too. <laughs> Probably would have hurt when I landed, but, mm, yeah. you know, to win. You know, you mm-hmm. got to do what you got to do. Win. Yeah, not a bad drive. Easy drive. Yeah. Definitely try the, maybe try the burger place next time we go if we have time. Yeah, even in the wine mixer, it took us like three and a half hours. Yeah. If we were in my truck or something like that, it would probably been three hours Two hour, ten minutes, or something, maybe something yeah. like that. Yeah, would have been a little bit closer because I mean, we wouldn't have had to stop and get fuel. Yeah, twice each time. Oh well. Yeah, no that's what deal. I bought it for. So hey, we got to sleep, and, and we did. We passed out. Oh, pizza. We'll talk about the pizza later. You didn't get to partake in any of that, but yeah, I passed out. <laughs> did see Todd, Todd Lloyd, Hobson, yeah. and uh, Larry Fitzpatrick there. Yeah, had some. Shrimp on the bob. Uh, as I was corrected, um, prawns, uh, which is similar. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Tastes the same to me. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah, somebody approached you at the race. <laughs> Do you want to hit on that for a second? Yeah, we might as well while we're here. I feel like it's a good story. <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm a pretty ugly dude. Any of <laughs> you people that know me, <laughs> or that we've oh, met. Know. It's that new fresh fade you got, man, that new haircut. Could be. I don't I don't know what this was, but this this girl was not the worst looking girl in the world, not the best looking girl in the world. She was looking for a baby daddy. Yeah, but she, she was ready. She, she was ready. Knocked up. She was pregnant. You could yeah. you could tell that she was several months into the pregnancy. Uh huh. And I'm just walking by there, and she looks at me and like, "Damn, you're fine." I'm like, huh? And she's like. Would you want to be my baby daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. I do not want to be anybody's baby daddy. I'm moving on. Yep. Moral of the story is, I could have uh, done some shit probably. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no. Hey, you can't get her pregnant twice. Nope. That's what Tyler kept telling yeah. me over and over <laughs> and over. <laughs> yeah. But I did not. I walked away. Mm-hmm. Watch Joyce. Yeah, for sure. But I just thought that that was so random. I come straight and told you guys. Like, mm-hmm. This is a, Definitely odd. Just a little awkward. Yeah, overall good weekend. Definitely go back. Uh, recommend. Hope they go back next week, next year. And I hope we have said this a million times. It's a point race. Yeah, hopefully it's a point race because that's such good racing. Mm-hmm. Sack up. Let's go, boys. Gotta include that. Can't have your pretty boys sitting out, you know, not that taking a hit. Fucking number four car screwed up both nights. It's yeah. been so awesome for the points. Mm-hmm. Would have been so good. I mean, yeah. you know, in my opinion, I know yeah. some of you guys yeah. feel differently, but. Oh, well. But. Uh, let's uh, go on, move on to the next one. Uh, Spoon River Promoter Change. Uh, Brad Denny has resigned. And uh, for personal reasons, so we're not going to read the article. There's an article if you want to see it. All you got to do is go to the page. We're not going to go through all that. Personal reasons, and uh, Maury Denny is going to take back over his dad. Yep. The promoting of the Spoon River Speedway. Yep. That's a good place. I want to get there sometime, too. Yeah, it's one of them we've got on our list to hit one of these days. Mm Mm-hmm. And looks like... uh, Thursday is the Eldora Million. Obviously, uh, we'll be at Rounders. We'll have it on the TV. If you're in town, want to see it, you're more than welcome to join. Rounders too could uh, use the business. Mm-hmm. No, take that back. I don't want that to sound like they don't get any business. They're fucking busy all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll be there watching it. Bunner's got an idea for his own personal pizza. I ain't eating that some bitch. Mm-hmm. He's looking at gold and million and making just, his own little things. I'm just trying to think of something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good thought. It's a good way to go, but I'm staying out of that. You'll hear yeah. about it that on the next episode, whatever happens. Yeah. Whatever details go or on there. Or if we post it. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, it's probably going to get posted. I was actually zero. thinking about, real quick, I was actually thinking about, I got this, I got it on the table in there. This morning I got this thought that Blues Hog makes that. Uh, wild wing seasoning. It's an orange season or sauce, sauce. Yeah, it's an orange one. Have you seen that? Since it's called Wild, it's a gold label. I've seen it sitting in yeah. there. I don't know if I've ever tasted it. or so not. So I was reading on it to make sure there wasn't any items that you wouldn't want. Throws me off. Well, threw me off too. Oh, you'll never guess it. And I'm kind of on the fence of giving it away at this point. Oh, it's that bad. It has ranch dressing in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. I mean, probably just a little bit, but it's still in my head. So, yeah, that you ain't eating that. I mean. Let's be real. I might try it. The thought of it, yeah. even if it tastes great, yeah, in your head, that's going to taste horrible. Because mm-hmm. you know now that it has ranch dressing in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want to try that it. That shocked the hell point. out of me. Why the fuck would you put, put, I hate ranch anyways, we know that. You do as well. Yeah. Why the fuck would you put ranch dressing in a wing sauce? That's. I know people like I know people like ranch dressing with wings. I don't get but that. But they either. like dipping it in yeah. ranch. It's not like part of the sauce. They dip it in ranch dressing. I don't know. I'm on the fence about it. So might be auctioning it off the highest bidder here uh, <laughs> sometime. Maybe do a little bit on the page Ooh, or something. That's that's awful. So I'm sure there's a lot of ranch lovers that would be interested in trying it though. Yeah. So anyways, uh We'll see about that. We'll be at Rounders, and uh, 
I don't know. I don't know who my pick's going to be. I hope it's I hope, I hope it's not a big name guy, um, but it probably will be. Um, should be interesting. Yeah. Also, we, we might put our picks on I wonder Thursday if, before. Yeah. On our page. Yeah. I wonder who. Uh, let's think about this the other day. I wonder if Brian Carter's going to be watching the Outdoor Million. And <laughs> <laughs> the World Racing Group guys. Oh, you can guarantee they're going to be watching that, yeah. and they're going to put down every name to make sure they ain't going over that three so threshold. Somebody said, the other, somebody threshold. said the other day that, that this race counts as two. So oh. on Twitter. I don't know if that's true. but I hadn't seen that. Yeah. Um, I kind of had to read it twice, but I don't, like I said, never checked on it, but to double check it. But um, They can't do that, uh, can they? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they make their own rules, yeah. I guess. But uh, Brian Carter, yeah, I wonder if he'll be watching. Another thing I think that they were making a big deal about Houston the other day, you know, we were talking about that. And Johnny Gibson was blowing him about, oh, 250000 the highest Wood of Outwell purse of all time, and like just going on and on about it. I think they're trying to get their, that was their deal. And now this is the million now, you know. So yeah. they, they got to be like, oh, we had the, the highest paying Wood of Outwell race, you know, of all time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that. That's fine. I That's never fine. even registered, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I guess technically it was the highest paying World of Outlaw yeah. show of all time, but. Uh, and they do it the same year as the million. There'll be some World of Outlaw guys. Yeah. At the Eldora. Uh huh. So. Tomorrow and. Prelim on Wednesday, yeah, which this will post Wednesday. So. Uh, Darren Pittman joining Fordbrook Motorsports in the number five for the Knoxville Nationals. He kind of figured. You know, he's probably going to try to jump in and get in the action. He usually does. I saw he was in He's in the 55. He was there at Attica tonight. Uh, by the way, Kyle Larson won that. We just watched the end of that. Yep. Uh, Ian Madsen is going to the Sandvig Motorsports number seven for the Eldora Million. And there's a big list. Uh, we're not going to go through the whole list of cars there, but there's 82 of them, I believe. I saw C.J. Lears in the Hayward Motorsports 19. Uh, Pretty sad that uh, Henderson ain't in that seven car anymore. Yeah. I don't know if he's raced much this year. Unfortunately, there might be uh, something else going on there. Maybe don't know. Yeah, don't know. Eldor Million, yeah, Kings Royal. Then the night before was on Friday. Then of course the, King, the 40th annual Kings Royal was on Saturday. Should be a good one. So big weekend at Eldora. In case anybody didn't know that. Mm, yeah, I think anybody's listening to this show probably had that idea. Yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, Boss Series uh, they suspended Paul Dews. If you're not for sure who that is, I'm sure you'll remember this. He's the guy that hit the wrong car. On the Waynesfield race on Monday. Yeah, in Waynesfield. The third. That, that's, uh, I'm sure you you know who I'm talking about now. Ran into Landon Simon. Supposed yep. to be Ricky Lewis. He was hunting for Ricky Lewis. Hit the wrong car. Now he's Ran into it. Ran like his tire into this cockpit. He's suspended for the rest of the year. From Boss. From Boss. And Ricky Lewis is actually on probation for the next three races. For the uh, apparently the driving was rough that night. He mm-hmm. was bumping everybody that he went by or got close to. And apparently, and he hit everyone but the flagman. That so. that's that's what it said. So, kind of, I like Ricky Lewis. We had a good show with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, can't do that though. Yeah, okay. Trying to tighten the reins down on that driving, tight driving, I guess. So, uh, Red Hill. Summer Nationals race was canceled on Monday due to not enough track employees. Well, it rained out last, was it July 5th? 
Yeah. And then they said, oh, we're on a Monday we're after Hobbs Dot. Monday after Hobbs Dot. I guess that's understandable. A lot of the track workers have day jobs, so. Yeah. Can't, hard to get there. Can't do it. You can't do it. Looks so late models had the uh, fireworks on Thursday. RTJ, Ricky Thornton Jr., DQ'd after contact with Hudson O'Neill on the checkered. Ricky Thornton Jr. and Madden visit the Rocket One pit for some choice words for each other. Or not mm-hmm. for each other, but for uh, O'Neill. For O'Neill. And crew. And crew. Yeah. A little shoving match, uh, maybe. But. It got pretty heated from what I've seen. There was some shoving. There was some yelling. I didn't see punches go. But mm-hmm. maybe I missed that if it happened. There was some. It happens in some late model races. Like yeah. there's there's quite a bit of fighting in late models still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, USAC Mid America Midget Week is uh, July 11th through the 15th. That'd be four races in five nights. And tonight got rained out, so that's how we're going to start that week off. <coughs> um, Horrible. Let me see if I can name off the races real quick while we're on here. I should have had this up. Would be tonight was supposed to be at Red Dirt Raceway in Meeker, Oklahoma. Tomorrow on July 12th is at Mitchell County Fairgrounds in Boyd, Kansas. And then July 14th and 15th there at Jefferson County Speedway in Fairbury, New, uh, not New England, Nebraska. <laughs> I want to say New England, I don't know why. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a little little midweek, mid-America, mid, mid-summer, whatever the heck, mid-America. Yeah, so. USAC Midgets, I feel like it's been forever since they were back on the track. Um, yeah, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Rudine Racing has... They've talked about this, uh, uh, you know, earlier in the season. They were putting together a non-wing sprint car for uh, Trans- Chance Crum, and he sw- he made his debut at Gas City on Friday, the last Friday, which was uh, July 7th. But I think he had some mechanical issues. They got the things worked out. He was back at Putnamville slash Lincoln Park on Saturday and started eighth, finished fifth. So nice run uh, trying to get his feet wet on some local shows. That's a good place to do it. Uh, as we talked about before many times. And uh, is Indiana Street Week on the horizon for him, maybe? Try it out. Trying to it's uh, it's pretty convenient that he's starting right now, trying to get some 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 Indiana races under yeah. his belt and shit. So. kind of like to see it, man. I like to see it. That yeah. car always looks good, but I I uh, hope they do well. I like to see new cars out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, more than merrier for me. I'm sure like, Keith, Keith will be buying a T-shirt, maybe. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan of at 2016. Yeah. I'm, we all know, well, we know, and we've said it on here several times, what a fan Keith is. Yeah. Chance Crumb's a pretty good driver. See what he can do. I yeah. bet I bet, I bet. bet they're out there mm-hmm. for at least half of Sprint Week. Mm-hmm. First half at least. Probably at least, yeah. Um, and then, man, there's all kinds of suspensions and things going on. Yeah. Uh, temper's flaring halfway through the season. Uh, Michael Ng, uh, out there at Placerville last Last Saturday, um, he has suspended the remainder of the SCCT Sprint Car Challenge Tour, which was that's the abbreviation for that. Uh, yeah. And Placerville, if you guys don't know that by now, um, for the rest of the season for an on-track accident with Tony Gomes at the Burgers and Brews race there. Um, yeah, kind of came and buzzed him right there, uh, and they said they're not going to tolerate it, and they shouldn't. So, God, nobody got hurt on that one. Yep, for sure. I guess they'll be looking for races <laughs> elsewhere than there. Yeah. O'Neill and Pierce had a photo finish on Saturday at uh, Deer Creek for the Lo- Luke Soil Lake Model Series. Uh, 
the picture is very deceiving. It's there. It's on a scoring loop. Mm-hmm. You see the picture, and Hudson O'Neill won. Mm-hmm. He has a nose in front of him. He has a nose in front of him. It looks pretty obvious, but it's on a scoring loop. Transponders are on the same spot of the cars. Bobby That's Pierce won. Yeah, it wasn't on the flag stand as people think it's on the flag stand. It's not. It's not. So it's that's wherever they put it on the track is where the finish line is. So, yep. Twenty twenty three. I know it's kind of confusing just seeing a picture of it, but you know yep. we would be going off judgment calls like that if it wasn't for uh, you're you know, just electronics. To, you're just used to racing your whole life. You see the flag, the flag stand. Guy. Yeah, but he's that's the, where it's at. Yeah, he's just the just there for looks anymore. Yep. And holding the flags, waving just, the flags. Just there to let them know what, what it is. Yeah. One lap to go, halfway. Yeah. Caution, that's... Where, need, where people need to go, get out of the way, whatever, yeah. Um. This is pretty exciting. Mm. Shane Cottle is back in the Everson 2E car for uh, Sprint Week. The throttle, baby. I can't wait to see that. I love throttle. He's one of my favorite drivers. Yeah. Hired gun. Oh, yeah. You want somebody to run the wheels off the fucking car, you hire that guy. Yeah. Uh, so I guess you could say Timez is out of the Epperson car. He was running it for a while this year, but I did see he's in another car. So good to see Throttle back, and you know he'll he'll, he'll be catfishing the bottom at Gas City. So yep. he's got a couple wins there. He got one last year. So and and any other track, you know, he's always a threat. So dirt draft, not much to talk about on my end, but you might have something exciting. I had a. I, I mean, I've done okay. Um, let's see. All-Stars at Ransomville, I got 191. I think that was 25 points. USAC at Macon on Friday night, I got 243. I actually think that was some points, too. I can't remember. Mm. And I'm not going to click on it and sit here and wait for it. Luke's old late model series uh, at Deer Creek, I got 16th. That was like 300 and some points. And since then, it's been, I think, looks like 434 was my best. Mm. Since then, including <laughs> tonight, it's eight oh five in the friggin'. Well, I was twelve twenty six. Outlaws. So well, that so was bad. I, I was a little better than you, but barely. I Took guess. Took a shot on Kerry uh, Matson made it. He finished twenty fifth. Brock Vizier twenty fourth. Cap Henry didn't even make the show. Donnie fourth is based in sixteenth. So, yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing good for me. My highest last week was uh, the All Stars at Ransomville's three twenty two. So, oh three oh seven. Sorry, that was tonight. No? Yeah, that was tonight. Big Diamond Super Dirt Car Series. I had uh, in the Outlaws, I had Jacob Allen, Donnie Schatz, Sheldon, Spencer Baston. Then I had Craig Mintz. I was out of money, and I did not want to take that guy that we talked about earlier. I mm-hmm. probably shouldn't mention the name. Yeah. I don't care to say I can't stand Justin Grant, but everybody else, you know, a couple other guys I don't like, I'm just not going to say it on here. Mm-hmm. But I took Craig Mintz instead of him. They were the same price. Yeah. And he didn't make the show. Mm. It wouldn't have been horrible. I mean, I probably would have scored like 300 <laughs> if it wasn't for that, but still mm-hmm. not good. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I screwed it up at this point. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah. So moving us into the feature finish segment. It's starting us out with USAC Sprints, which is they finally got a race in up there at Lincoln Park for the – Bill Gardner Sprintacular on Monday, July 3rd. Brady Bacon got the win second. Justin Grant third. Jake Swanson. And there was a shit ton of non-wing racing in the Midwest, if you didn't notice. 
this day, uh, Kokomo was also running on Monday, July 3rd. And guess what? Dave Darwin got back in Victor Lane since it, I mean, for the first time in a while for him, especially since his medical problems. Good to see him back Hell there. Hell, yeah, it is. Uh, Colton Cottle second, third, Colt Bodine, modified winner, Derek Loesch. And Waynesfield, also uh, where this incident with Paul Dews happened for the Hewitt Classic, was on Monday, July 3rd. Your non-wing 410 winner was Ricky Lewis. Second, Luke Hall. Sorry, Luke Hall. I don't know what the hell just happened there. Third, <laughs> Cody Swanson. And your 360 winged sprints, Mike Keegan with the win. Second, Cole Macedo. Third, Phil Grossman. Grossman. Late model summer nationals held tour at Lake Cumberland Speedway on Monday, July 3rd. was Ashton Winger. Tyler Clem, Billy Moore Jr., Mods was Blake Brown, Cole Falloway, Brian Barber. At Tri-City on Tuesday was Mike Harrison, Jason Fager, Gordy Gundaker. Mods was Tyler Nicely, Will Krupp, Mike Harrison. Making Speedway for the Herald and Review 100 on Thursday was Ryan Unzicker, Jason Fager, Brian Shirley. Red's Place Modifieds was Mike McKinney. Zeke McKenzie, Ray Bollinger. Hornet Showdown winner was Shannon Babb. Also had uh, <laughs> Logan Seavey, Chase Stockin. Chase Stockin was in there. And Ashton Winger. And Ashton Winger, yeah. Who else was there? was going to be somebody else in there and they didn't. Grant bailed. Oh, yeah, it was fucking Grant. I knew it was somebody. Go figure. They were trying to do three on three, I think. But I think that's kind of cool. I'd like to see uh, more of that stuff happen. You yeah, know? for real. As long as the coroners don't, don't care. Yeah. Uh, Farmer City on Friday was Brian Shirley, Ryan Unzeeker, Tanner English, Mods was Mike McKinney, Michael Ledford, and Trevor Neville. Highland Speedway on Saturday was Ashton Winger, Jason Fager, Mike Harrison, Mods was Mike Harrison, Owen Steinkong. That was good. That was better than what I did. I meant to go back and watch that today here and to listen. I didn't. didn't. I thought I've heard it said that way. I I mean, I could be wrong. Anyway, Tyler Nicely come in third. Tri-State Speedway on Sunday was Dylan Thompson. By the way, I said that from the start. Mm -hmm. Got lucky at the end there. You know, he was second anyway, but. Yeah. I did say that. Rolly couldn't verify. (laughs) Shannon Babb, Kyle Blight. Mods was Mark Lamont, Tyler Nicely, and Lucas Lee. Yeah, what a kick in the dick real quick, that race. Uh, uh, lap car. Turn, turn three and four, got Shannon Babb caught up. and Yeah, it was. Like, somehow I still finished second. but I think it was like coming out of four. Yeah. Or like yeah. almost on the exit of four, yeah. and he just turned wrong up. Wrong place, wrong right, time. Yeah. Right well, he got into Shannon. somebody else. There's a guy in Evansville, actually, that got into him. They got bounced off of him anyways um yeah kicking the dick i don't know bab he he's was, had a, he's had a tough uh couple of years it seems like he's been spinning but he was pretty much the the guy yeah at tri-state i will say when night. he when i used to go up there every year for the summer nationals he would win it every year and i was like dude i'm so tired of this guy <laughs> but now like even the past couple of years i'm like you know you know what dude's he, badass he's pretty good so Kind of like him now, but uh sucks for him for sure. Yeah. Uh, PA Speed Week finale moved to Tuesday. That was Anthony Macri, Logan Wagner, and Mike Wagner. PA United Racing Club. Winner was Josh Weller. Speed Week champ was Anthony Macri. 
Lucas Oil 8 models at Deer Creek Speedway. Night 1 of the Gopher 50 on Thursday was Devin Moran, Jonathan Davenport, Brandon Shepard. Night 2 on Friday was Chris Madden, Brandon Overton, Bobby Pierce. Night 3 on Saturday was Bobby Pierce, Hudson O'Neill, and Brandon Shepard. Then we'll have the USAC National Sprints. As we said, Top Gun night number 1 at Macon Speedway on Friday, July 7th. Your winner, Mitchell Moles, second, Carson Garrett. Hell of a run for him. He would have probably had the win if it wasn't for that late caution. And third, oh, yeah. Kyle Cummins flipping across the finish line. Yeah, I strongly believe that. Well, I think we all your, do if you were watching it. Yeah. And then your night two, Saturday, July 8th, Brady Bacon with the win. Second, C.J. Leary, third, Kyle Cummins. I don't know. The racing was okay. I think they had some rubber on the track. I don't really know. It, it's seemed like the horns well, might have put some rubber on there. Tyler kept saying that the track was too good. Yeah. It was too good. Everybody was hooking too good. Yeah. but And he knows that place. Yeah. He grew up watching it. Uh, good race, though. Uh, pretty good. Um, what about well, the sprint cars at 34 Raceway on Friday, July 7th? Was, of course, uh, right up to close to race time. They got a bunch of rain, so postponed that. Then we'll move on to Wilmot's Raceway, Wilmot Raceway on Saturday, July 8th. Carson Macedo with the win back in Winter Circle. Second, Brad Sweet. Third, Sheldon Hodgeschild. Then your Gas City MSCS Summer Sizzler on Friday, July 7th. They actually had 29 cars there. They had 30 cars at Macon, so a pretty good car count there for two, two yeah. of those uh, races. Two tracks kind of, you know, here stayed apart. Um, Timez got the win there. Second, Ty Mahako. Third, Evan Mosley. Then you had your MMSA non-wing. This was your Midwest Mini Sprint Association. Michael Harrison with the win. Second, Nolan Kiefer. Third, Andy Bradley. Our buddy Steve took a pretty bad tumble that night. No, that was Putnamville the next night. Was it? Yeah. Well, all right. He finished 11th there, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. That was Saturday night when we were at Macon. Uh-huh. When he done that. Glad he's okay, though. Uh-huh. For sure. Fast 410 wing sprints. At Ohio Valley Speedway on Friday was Corey Crabtree, Skylar G, Danny Smith. Fast 410s, Atomic on Saturday. Ball Sprints, Atomic on Saturday. but Canceled due to weather, mm-hmm. obviously. All-Stars at Ransomville on Friday was Zeb Wise. Been a long time since he had a win. Right? Yeah. I think I remember him saying that when I was watching that race. Won. Like it'd been yeah, a, it had been, it had been, been a Since yeah. an all-star race, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Kerry Madsen, Chris Wyndham. Sharon Speedway on Saturday for the Lou Blaney Memorial. 10000 to win was Tyler Courtney, Chris Wyndham, and Zeb Wise. Then your Lincoln Park Speedway Weekly slash MSCS race. Uh, they also had an MSA there as well uh, on Sunday, or sorry, Saturday, July 8th. Your MSCS winner was Jaden Rogers. He was in the Burton 04. Kind of uh, different to see that. Second, Timez. Third, Braden Fox. Your MMSA winner was Michael Larison. Second, Andy Bradley. Third, Brandon Coffey. Like I said, Steve got injured in that race. Glad he's okay. Modified winner was Matt Mitchell. The other Matt Mitchell. Not the sprint car, of course. <laughs> he didn't fly <laughs> out here to want to run a modified. Yeah. I don't think anyways. What? Uh, Williams Groves uh, Weekly. Uh, word of Outlaw tune-up. Uh, rained out, of course, on Friday, the July 7th. And then your Port Royal Weekly was moved to Sunday. I think these are on Saturdays. They moved it to Sunday the 9th, unless I'm wrong there. Um, Devin Borden, let me check it when we get done here. Uh, Devin Borden with the win. Second was TJ Stutz. Third, Blaine, Heim- Blaine Heimbach. Late model winner was Brian Bernheisel. 
I'm in a late model winner was Ryan Zook. Uh, Lernerville on Friday. Sprints was A.J. Flick, Mark Smith, Dale Blaney. Late model winner was Michael Norris. Mod winner was Rex King. Rex King? Junior. Yeah, I was just I was just waiting to see if you'd found it yet. Junior? No, you you were looking for that. Oh, uh, no, no, no. You're good. Uh, <laughs> sorry. We were giving me shit about the junior thing the other day. Uh, Met June. When is it? July? Yeah, they moved it to Sunday. So, yeah. Sorry. It wasn't really important, but I don't want to be wrong. I just didn't want to go no, you're m- good. much you're good. further without I was going to just wait. I was going to wait until uh, <laughs> the end of the whole show and if everybody gave a shit. But, uh, <laughs> All right. Nobody cares. It's okay. Lincoln Speedway Weekly on Saturday. Four tens was Double D. Chase Dietz and Troy Wagman. 358 winner was Chase Gutshaw. Jackson Motorplex 360 Challenge on Friday. Rain the thug out. Mm. Knoxville Weekly on Saturday, July 8th. Your 410 winner, your 410 podium. Brian Brown with the win, second. Davey Heskin, third. Linton Jeffrey, your 360s winner. Chase Randall, second. Davey Heskin, third. Jamie Ball. Pro Sprints, Mike Mayberry, Chase Young and Cade Higday were your your one two three there. Houston's weekly on Sunday, July 9th. Four ten winner Chris Tram. Third, sorry, second Ryan Thames. Third Jack Dover. Your race saver winner Dylan Bickett. Late model street stock winner was JJ Zebel. And your NARC four ten sprints were at Petaluma on Saturday, July 8th. Chase Johnson came away with the win. Second Justin Sanders. Third Corey Day. And at Placerville weekly points race was. It was number 10, Burger and Brews Night on Saturday. 360 Sprints was Tanner Carrick, Tony Gomes, Landon Brooks, USAC Western States Midgets were Brody Fusion, Michael Facinto, and Randy Pankratz. Pankratz. Yeah. It's just, I'll screw that up every time I say his name. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) I always put like an N. Before uh-huh. that T, I was like, so stupid. Uh-huh. Anyway, moving on. Ventura Raceway Speak Weekly on Saturday. 360 Sprints was Matt Meredith, Tom Dunkel, Logan Calderwood, Taco Bravo Sprints. I should let you read this. No, I've got to give one up every once in a while. <laughs> Ocean Speedway. Uh, Bud Cading. Hell yeah. Caden Steele. Chase Johnson. Bud Cady, man. He needed to win. He has, he's yeah, cutting donuts on the front stretch. He, Jack, man. It's been a while for him. It's, it's been a minute for him. I'm yeah. glad to see him win. I don't give a shit if it's an Ocean Speedway race or an ARC. You know, he's been he's been battling, man. So I like to see him win anywhere. Oh, yeah. XR Super Series at Key City Clash at Dubuque. Dubuque? Dubuque, yeah. Dubuque. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. On Monday was uh, Bobby Pierce, Devin Moran, and B-Ship. Hell yeah. And I think that wraps up the feature finish. And we'll go ahead and start on the smoke. Bullshit, I suck. That That's my smoke for the week. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I, I did cook a T-bone one night. Don't remember what night it was. I remember telling you. But that's might be. I mean, I've air fried some bullshit. Yeah. So I, that's all you got to say. I did no cooking. I'm like a horrible rib racks part of this show. 
recently because I haven't cooked much. You get back in there. You get back in the saddle. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to get myself back. I've just been preoccupied. Yeah, that's I, fine. I'll get back to cooking very soon. That's fine. You'll be all right. You'll get out of it. Get the Weber fired up. Get the green egg fired up. Get, maybe get you a griddle, you know? Yeah, if I don't win that one from Legion, I'm just going to go buy another griddle. <laughs> I'm going to wait until that one gets drawn, though, because I got yeah, you got tickets. A yeah. Um, Monday, we got done with the uh, episode there and with Austin Irvin, and damn, we fucking destroyed some breakfast food that night. Yeah, we? we did. Biscuits and gravy, eggs, uh, sausages. I couldn't move when I left here. Man. That was hard to get back to Limville. <laughs> yeah. Shalane coming through again for yeah, us. Yeah, she cooked all that Keeping for us that, that night. Uh, Tuesday was 4th of July. I was off, of course, you know, celebrating America. So went to the pool over at Gibson's house. We cooked some, I don't know what, I cooked a flank steak over there, and it was not good. Not his fault, my fault. I don't know, it just, it was weird. It had like a butter flavor to it, which I love butter, but it was just a weird taste. Maybe it had been in the fridge too long. I don't know. And I, did, I got on like the quick sale at Schnooks, and it wasn't that old. Um, that's that's usually a easy cook. That's there wasn't any. Of, there cook. wasn't any left. It was good. Um, not you didn't great. like it though. Don't sound eh, like I didn't really care for it. Uh, which I'm a critic. I'm my, my own critic. We all do that. Um, then uh, got home. I had a pack of chicken thighs, bone-in chicken thighs. It's been a while since I cooked those. Uh, that I took along, but didn't have time to cook them and came home and Slim was on call she had to work so that during the day she was on call till like 11 o'clock so she came home was a good boy plus I drank enough anyways uh cooked some chicken thighs holy shit man fucking good every time Wednesday we did a burger night just made some made some burgers on the griddle uh double for me of course and for her as well go big or go home right yeah might as well um Thursday, went to went to Rounders, got gridiron pizza there. It's always solid. Um, uh, that was my Thursday, too. I, I yeah. did say I didn't do shit, which I didn't cook it, but yeah. I was at Rounders. Had a lot of Tito's that night, too. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I was uh, in a mood and go. <laughs> got all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Friday, I I don't know. I wanted to go out and get some lunch, and I, I didn't get a hold of you because I figured kind of last-minute decision. I didn't know where I wanted to go, actually. I was thinking, man, it's been a while since I've been to Panda Express. I went to Panda Express, and it's always solid. Uh, cheap, too, man. You go in there and get the plate. You get two entrees and a side for, like, ten bucks. Yeah, you, you can't, can't beat get, that. You can't go to fucking Dairy Queen. Dude, I went to Dairy Queen the other day and got paid, like, fucking $15 for a flamethrower, fries, a blizzard, a mini, uh, the mini or whatever. You get the mini or whatever with the meal. That's fucking ridiculous. So, yeah, Panda yeah. Express, money every time. And then I got home and kind of dicked around because Shalane had something to do. I don't know what she was doing. Oh, she had to go set up for a bridal shower. So I was home with Dickhead, the Dickhead dog, and uh, me and him hung out and watched some racing. And uh, I made a pizza dia. So I got a tortilla, put some pepperonis, some pizza sauce, some cheese, some hot sauce. And I cooked some Bosco sticks. Bosco sticks are clutch, too. Um, nothing crazy. Chill Friday night. Saturday, we were at uh, Trek, so... Got the track, made some pizza burgers from we had left over from Winter's Meats, fire. With With, add the bucket pickles on there was money. Yes, yes. Was that good? I never asked you. I had the second 
pizza burger yeah, just were, so I could put the you, pickles because I you forgot them on the first one. <laughs> your last bite. You go, motherfucker, I forgot. And so, yeah, yeah, they were good. Those bucket pickles. I'm taking a jar of them. They got yeah. a jar in my cooler right now. Damn right. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to Rob Cooper for that recipe. Um, track food was good, as we said. And we had some prawns and some shrimp. Post-race, not really fond of the, the mayo and the sriracha sauce. I, I'm kind of gagging thinking about it right now. I dipped like three pieces in it because have another shrimp, Charlie. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I didn't want to. I didn't think they were ever going to quit bringing shrimp, dude. I'm not oh. complaining. I love shrimp. Oh, yeah, me too. But, but I was I like, did, have you guys even ate? I feel like you gave me like 10 pieces of shrimp already. Yeah, I feel like I ate that many too. I feel like it was the, the, the biblical story with the fish and loaves. Yeah. And they kept bringing the fish. <laughs> yeah. Like, you kept bringing the fucking shrimp, you know? Uh, like yep. I said, not complaining. But I, I didn't want to be rude, but after I tried that sauce the first time and I asked her what it was, I was, oh, God, kill me now. Yeah. And then she kept saying, here, dip it in the sauce. I got some mm. better sauce. I'm going to bring some good shit to Sprint Week. Ain't no pussy shit fucking mayonnaise or whatever that was. I'm going to bring some good shit. And they didn't like the pickles. I don't think they really care for pickles. But we're going to bring some interesting stuff for them. They like to bring all this nasty shit and to us. They brought, well, they didn't bring it. Tree root with fucking <laughs> mud or dirt, whatever the fuck, <laughs> and put it on bread? No. Yeah. No. We got something else. We got something <laughs> for you guys. Um, let's see. Sunday track food. I didn't. I was lazy. Actually, I was trying to be a good boy because I got home from the race and, and – uh, we just, we just laugh. Yeah, we went to had a course had a fish sandwich at Tri State, as always. I think you had some burgers and fries and shit there too. Yeah. So I think I left a I burger laying there cream. unless somebody grabbed it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't grab it. I thought it was yours. No, I, I bought it for somebody oh. else because oh, okay. I was already in line, but nobody yeah. ate it. I'm sure somebody took it. I'm sure Roy probably took it. He may have. Um, let's see. Got home and I ate some. Ooh, I'll tell you what I did. Oh, we didn't talk about the pizza that you didn't eat on Saturday night. <laughs> we were I got the oven fired up and in the in the camper had a Red Baron thin crust pizza and you're like, Yeah, I need to eat. And you passed the fuck out. Yeah, I told you about, I had, it was about one thirty in the morning. I haven't been sleeping at night. I, I couldn't get to sleep that night before. I woke up at like five forty the next morning, couldn't go back to sleep that morning. It's like I don't know if I was excited about the race. I don't know if it was other shit. I just couldn't haven't been sleeping, and I passed the fuck. Like, you threw that blanket down there. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing I remember is seeing the blanket hit the bed. Yeah. Now you were passed out. I wasn't going to wake you up. Out. I did cook the pizza. I didn't want to eat too much because I was going to go straight to bed. I ate two pieces of pizza, put some of that red garlic on there, on yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I was. Put some hot I sauce on there. I craving it, too. I remember saying, uh, telling you to be sure to put that I on did there leave like you two, I did to. leave two pieces out for you yep. just in case you woke up. But I put the rest of it in the fridge, and then I got home and ate it Sunday night. Threw it in the air fryer. Dude, by the way, reheated pizza in the air fryer is fucking clutch. Yeah. Gets that bottom crispy. Does not soggy out of the microwave. Uh, by the way, did that Sunday night late after the race at Hopstock. Um, and then yesterday's Monday. I actually, I did say uh, Saturday. No, sorry, Sunday. Uh, I did go up to the ice cream place and got that uh, blueberry lemon sorbet. Oh, was it good? I was a little bit disappointed in it. It was okay. It was really dark. Like, it was like a the, – there's real blueberries in it. Like, it was good, but it, I was expecting more of a lighter color yeah. and more lemon. I couldn't really taste much of a lemon. They probably just put lemon zest in it or something. I don't know. It was, it was still pretty good. Not my favorite, though. Yeah. Um, then we went to the ice cream place on Monday this week, uh, yesterday the 10th, 
and I got the salted caramel in a cone, waffle cone. I <clears throat> uh, met my parents there, and and then I got home and kind of just hey, a fat ass. It's some more Bosco sticks <laughs> and some chicken, uh, buffalo chicken strips. Nothing crazy. So I'm, I'm kind of missing Elby's. I'm not here anymore to yeah. get it every other yeah. day. I might have to start coming through this way on my way yeah. home from work. It's a little out of the way now, but. Or on podcast night, whenever it is, just swing through and grab some. Well, I might make it a bad idea before you do this. Yeah, you know. Take some lactate before you start. Dairy works <laughs> on me. I left <laughs> my lactate there. I have to go to DG. Walk across there to DG. I have to go get some more. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's all I think. Nothing really crazy fancy for me anyways, but, um, yeah. That's yeah. about all the food I got, I believe, for me. So, well, We know what I did, so. Yeah. Hoping for better stuff this week. It, it's gonna week. it's gonna be better this week. I've already got some meat thawing in my fridge. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to the Gibson County Fair tomorrow. Actually, never been to that one uh, in my 31 years on this earth. Uh, Schlin, we're gonna go to the rodeo, so I will be watching the Eldora prelims. I have my phone charged up, have a battery with me, ready to go. For those of you that were wondering, uh, and then we'll be locked and loaded for Thursday. Eldora Million having that uh, specialty. Some kind of something. If you can come yep. up with something, as yep. best I can come up with. We'll see if I can come up. We can come up with something else for the for our theme night for the Eldor Million. So maybe, maybe find a maybe make a make a uh, wing sauce and call it like a money sauce or something. You know what I mean? Something, yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll come up with something. Yeah. It'll be separate if you plan on using what you were yeah. talking about earlier. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll come it's up not ranch. Fun fact. <laughs> no, it's not. It's something else he doesn't like, though. But it's not white sauce. Nope, it Anyways, is not. Stay tuned. But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. I think that's all we had to talk about the food, right? Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, tuning in, following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Um, Sorry yeah. we got a little windy on this one. It went a little longer yeah. than normal, but uh, thanks for listening anyway. Good talk with uh, Joey. Uh, yeah. He's, he's a, he's yeah a that's a good, good interview, I thought. Looking forward to seeing him in the Midwest. So, uh, hey, by the way, support your local dirt track, whether you like them or not, whether you like the race cars there or not. I, I made I made that post on Facebook and uh-huh. Snapchat Sunday. It was yeah. I had a, several of my friends text me and like, what are you doing there tonight? I was like, number one, I grew up on late models, so if you know me, you know I love late models. Uh-huh. It's your local track. How many, how off, how old? fucking much that we talk about supporting your track how many tracks are getting shut down because people ain't coming yeah. like if it's not your favorite kind of cars still support your local track it's a local business mm-hmm. everybody's all about this support local shit that's a local business mm-hmm. it was a good show and it was so, some uh, badass racing did so, see uh, real quick I talked about promoters and things last thing um, volunteer Speedway promoter stepped down. Uh, so they'll be looking for new uh, promoters at Volunteer, and hopefully they'll find one. So Yeah, soon. They kind of got a lot of traction on Facebook and Twitter and all that. Turned comments off and things like that, so it got interesting. But Yeah, I actually thought the track shut down when I first seen yeah. it, and I was no, pretty upset about that. Yeah. So, Anyways, as we said, we'll be back uh, in the studio. Actually, won't be in studio. Uh, we'll be across the river in Illinois on Sunday and 
we'll have more on the where we're going to be and all that maybe later in the week. Uh, looking forward to that, though. So, yeah. Until then, enjoy the Eldor Million and the King's Roll and all that. Stay safe. We'll see you in a few days. Yeah. Charlie, lay it on me. You got anything else? Just a little bit. Peace, Peace out, 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 motherfuckers. motherfuckers.